in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And welcome into the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. And the Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click that live video link, subscribe to the channel. Join us in the chat. Today is the day, ladies and gentlemen. This is, the, this is the time that you plant your flags. This is the last day of the year 2023 that we will not have active NFL football to talk about. Yeah! Oh, it's so good. You know, college is great, and, and I, lo- I love the college game. Mm-hmm. I really love wagering the college game more than I do watching it. Mm-hmm. But there's something different about the NFL. You got all the fantasy drafts out of the way this weekend. I hope. I've been invited to three leagues today. (laughs) I don't know what you're doing, but we had a whole big old holiday weekend to do that. You're turning down all offers at this point? I didn't say it was all offers. I was going to say no more leagues for you. I'm apparently in a TMZ league that drafts at 6 o'clock tonight. TMZ? Yeah. It's a handful of writers for TMZ. Let's go. Interesting. How the hell did you get an invite? I don't know. <laughs> I look. Here's the thing, Tech. I it's hard to drink all day if you don't start in the morning. And frankly, yes. I did that for three of the last five days. Yes, so I don't know. It's kind of like how I wound up singing karaoke with the cast of Entertainment Tonight one time. That happened too. Yep. Just somehow ended up being that way. All right, that was in it. Nashville. Cool. All right. Well, you'll you definitely got jokes have to get like in. me and your wife looks like Kelly Kapowski. It's weird how cool your life could be. You'll definitely have to give us updates on how that league turns uh, out d- for No you. doubt. I have a funny feeling my team's going to be real, real good. It's just a thought. You never know. It's a thought. You never know. There may be some uh, sneaky fantasy football studs in the TMZ lineup. You never know. Lineup. Never know. Who knows? Let's go. It is time, though, to plant your flags. Every spicy take you got, lay it on the line today. Throw them into the chat. We'll highlight those throughout the program. We will be going division by division, reviewing each and every one of them, and making our final cases before the season opens tomorrow night as the uh, Kansas City Chiefs get ready to take on the Detroit Lions in a game that Kansas City may not have Chris Jones or Travis Kelsey. Now, Kansas City may also be calling me to uh, get some reps because I still got them hands. Let's go. Going to get these hands. Yep. Because the pass catcher group is uh, yee. May not have Isaiah Pacheco, although he is not on the final injury report, so it looks like he will play. Travis Kelsey uh, might. I've had a lot of people say, what am I supposed to do if Travis Kelsey doesn't play? I took him number one like you told me to. Wait. Lose. Uh, yeah. You're probably, probably going to lose. Fortunately, there's 13 more weeks for you to win. I was going to say, did you did, did did you get a backup? If you didn't, maybe you should have. Maybe you should draft better. How about that? I don't, usually, I, I don't usually take backups. If, if you I, got I mean, Kelsey? I have. I was going to say, not even late in, late in the draft, you don't throw a shot out at – 
Pat Fryermouth or Well, somebody? if you did what I told you to do and take Darren Waller in the sixth, then you don't have a problem no, now, do you? No, you don't. You're still hunky-dunky. That's right. That's right. Uh, will they be without Travis Kelsey? Will they be without Chris Jones? I would say more than likely without Chris Jones. Travis Kelsey, obviously, that's up to the doctors. However, they say that... Uh, that the uh, they still they're still just saying what the ACL was intact and it was a hyperextension of the knee. He's got him a boo boo. I obviously. don't really care. I obviously mean, okay, he doesn't play week one against the Lions and, and sweet. So look at thirteen and four instead of fourteen and three. Oh shoot! And, Whatever will we do? And that's where we start. Uh, we will start with the AFC West. Planting your flag, what's your spicy take about this division? Uh, my spicy take is that the Las Vegas Raiders are better than the Denver Broncos, and it's not really oh, yeah. all that close. Oh, yeah. I remember. Oh, that. and That's Kansas City will have this division locked up before Santa Claus shows up. <laughs> I don't know that they'll be that far ahead of the Los Angeles Chargers, but there's no doubt who the bottom two teams in this division are, and I will stick with I, – I will stick with uh, – with my take on the Raiders, they will be picking in the top five next year. And Disagree. They are, they We've already awful. got that one on the board. Yes. I have a feeling we're going to have a lot of board bets that go up today. As we should. Have you got the list of the ones that are already there? I do. Okay. Just want to make sure. I want to make sure you got to get that tattoo, which mm-hmm. I'm good. you still got to run by your wife. There's one of them over it. Uh, I mean, there's, uh, there's one of them on it already. Raiders over the Broncos. Or vice versa. You're on the Broncos, I'm on the Raiders. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like Drake, we're going to start from the bottom now we're here. Denver Broncos are bad, 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 bad. I don't care how much Patrick Sertan they have. Every word that comes out of Denver is negative. Just like a story that came out yesterday. That Sean Payton had to tell Russell Wilson when he first got this job to stop kissing bleeping babies. You're not running for political office. Mm -hmm. It's really pathetic when an NFL head coach has to tell a guy that's been in this league that long that. And guess what? He didn't. He didn't stop any of that. He's still not good. And if you look at that Broncos schedule and the way it starts, you start at home against the Raiders, mm-hmm. which I have them losing. I know you don't. Nope. They play Washington in the second week. I think they will split those two games. Then you go at the Dolphins, Bear, at the Bears, Jets in your place, at the Chiefs. Good luck. Your season is going to be in a big boiling pot of hot soup water. Six weeks in. Because mm-hmm. you're not very good and you're not better than really any of the teams I just said. Yep. It doesn't get much easier from there. I have the Denver Broncos going 5-12. and 12. Awesome. I got the Denver Broncos going 4-13. and 13. You're somehow lower on them than I am. <laughs> I am. That's how bad both of these teams are, in my opinion. I don't like either one of them. I have a, a a little bit more faith, I guess, in Russell Wilson than you do. Although somehow I still have them worse record wise than you do. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, because you tend to do that thing where how many one in sixteen teams do you have? Tank five. <laughs> well, there's been five in the last twenty five years. He's got five of them in twenty twenty three. We have two. Thank uh, you very much. This year I have two, and they're in the same division. Good for you. And their wins are against each other. I don't trust Josh McDaniels at all, and I feel like, uh, you know, Sean Payton, just the name, is a game better. I do not. I have the Las Vegas Raiders at 7-10. and 10. Oddly enough, I have them 4-2 and two in the division. Good night. 
I have them beating Kansas City at home because they do something weird every single year. Mm-hmm. I got them sweeping the Broncos and taking one from the Chargers. Wow. Uh, the only wins that I have on here for them is at home against the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Oh, and I got them winning two games at the end of the season against the Colts and the uh, and the and the Denver Broncos. Those are your three wins. We're going to go 14 weeks, 13 weeks without winning a single game. They have more winnable games than you think. I want to go a step further on this Raiders thing because yep. your hate on them really – it. I'm not going to say it irks me. Mm-hmm. I, just, I, I don't understand how you want to see the talent that's on this roster. Okay. Their over-under is six and a half wins. Yes. Under, aggressively. I'll go over. Board. There's another one. <laughs> we need to we need to opine someone be the, the, the keeper of the board. All right, six and a half? Yep. I'll take I'll take over with the Raiders. Because I have them losing a couple games that I could very easily see them winning. Which would be uh I have them losing to the to the Colts late. Mm-hmm. I don't like a team with very little play for playing on the road against a rookie that has a lot to play for. Well, you had them winning that many games, and you and you and you had them losing to the Colts. Mm-hmm. Beat the Chargers in Las Vegas. Beat the Vikings. Beat the Chiefs in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Beat the Giants in virtually all their wins are at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I have them losing to New England. I have them losing to the Lions, and I have them losing to the Colts. They could win every one of those. I feel like I have some as as we fatman. I got some room to grow into this, and I feel just fine about it. Yeah, uh, I don't believe you'll be able to outscore damn near anybody on your on your uh, on your schedule. I, That's I don't my think problem. they're as bad as you do. Can they score? Sure. Can they score more than their defense is going to give up? No. I think you. I, I don't think the defense is as bad as you do. No, they're. Terrible. I'm just telling you. You remember I said this name, mm-hmm. Jacorian Bennett. Okay. He is a dog, and that was my biggest question with him. Was the secondary? Mm-hmm. Now you got Marcus Peters, you got Jacorian Bennett, you got Hobbs playing out of the slot. That's not a bad secondary. I'm telling you right now, you're undervaluing the Raiders. Okay. I'm not sitting here telling you they're going to make the playoffs. I'm telling you they're going to win more games than you think. Right. More talent on that defense than there is in Denver, in your opinion. <sighs> oh, talent? Yes. Yes, I will say more talent on that defense. Okay. All right. What's the what is the what is the deal with Chandler Jones? Is that is that a thing? Uh, he's away from the team today with uh, uh, a personal matter. And his that personal, personal matter. matter was that he called uh, Josh McDaniels a big old dum dum on the uh, right. on the old X. Right. That's not a good sign. That you already have dissension among the ranks. And I'll be honest with you, I don't care. Yeah. The, sure. the Raiders are, and I'm not using this because the jerseys in this movie were black and silver as well. They have kind of a longest yard feel of you ain't got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. And literally every – I could probably name you eight guys on this Raiders team. If this goes badly, end of career. Bye-bye. Marcus Peters, Chandler Jones, Josh McDaniels. There's a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Now there's also a possibility that it starts really bad and they gut the team. They fire Josh McDaniels. They fire Dave Ziegler. And I, I just – I don't personally see that. Yep. And away we go to trying to find a quarterback at the top of next year's draft. I don't see it that way, but – uh, B. Malik said uh, Chandler Jones walked into a police station naked after uh, smoking weed while with the Patriots. This isn't a first crazy for him. He's not wrong. Mm-hmm. That's a thing that happened. Mm-hmm. 
that's a thing that you did. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, let's talk about the top of the league. Mm-hmm. The Los Angeles Chargers. We both feel like they're going to be second in this division. I went 12-5. and five I went 11-6. and 11-6. I am intoxicated by what this offense can be. With Kellen Moore calling the shots, Justin Herbert with his his big rocket arm, and plenty of weapons to deal with, and plenty of talent on defense. I'm in love with a lot of things the Chargers have done. What I'm not in love with is the defense, mm-hmm. because I still think good team, good running teams are really going to work on you, and you play a good number of them. Mm-hmm. The schedule's not great. You have an early bye. I mean, look, I have them losing six games. They lose six games, and they, they're the first team out of the playoffs. And I've got them losing at the Chiefs, at the Jets, in Green Bay, at New England. And and I know they're better than both of those teams. I'm well aware of that. Mm-hmm. You have to go there in real, real cold weather. And the Chargers have never done that well. Right. Uh, I have them losing the opener to Miami. I do not. Uh, I have them losing to Kansas City on the road. The Jets on the road. I do have them losing to Green Bay. And I got them losing to Baltimore. Baltimore coming off a bye or short rest, I guess. Yeah, and that very easily easily could be a loss for me, too. Mm -hmm. The Chargers are one of the most up-in-the-air teams because you could convince me that they go, I could say as good as 13-4, and I could say as bad as Mm 9-8. It's just a volatile schedule. The question is always, how good are you going to be on defense? Are you going to be as good as your talent is or not? Because I could see, you know, how many of those one-score games are you going to win? This is another one of those teams that it falls on the coaching. Of if I had a better belief in your coach, I would have a better belief in you. Yep. Then, obviously, the winner of the division. Kansas City Chiefs. I got them at 14-3. and three. As do I. Now, for my next spicy, spicy, I don't have them as the one seed in the AFC. Really? I do not. Really? There's another team that you think, is this a New York team? Are no. You, are you doing that? I barely have the Jets making the playoffs. So anybody that calls me a homer, just understand. <laughs> it was by this much, and I did not I did that thing that we do. Yep. Pick the winners, and then you see it at the end. And it almost didn't end that way. So uh, he is expecting the big leap for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I season. didn't say that. Uh, I, I didn't say that. That's, I'm just I'm prognosticating here. Because that. that's what today is all about, planting your flag. The Kansas City Chiefs. I do have them as the number one seed in the AFC. I don't think much changes this year. They are the class of the AFC, and they will continue to be. Now, once they get into the playoffs, that's another that's another scenario. Because I do not have them winning the AFC, and I do not have them winning the Super Bowl, obviously. You're in the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. Next, let's talk the NFC East. Are you Beer City's best fantasy football player? Your chance to prove it is back. The Sportsocracy's Battle for the Belt is back for year two with two ways to win. Our standard contest and the new Eliminator Challenge for the most hardcore of football fans. Play fantasy football with us every week of the NFL season and compete for a cause with proceeds benefiting Evelyn Charity's St. Nicholas Project. Register today at thesportsocracy.com and take your shot at the title of Beer City's Fantasy Football champion rogue combat club Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training has a goal for our community one that's stronger more fit 
and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. The Sportsocracy. That is some good, clean family fun there, eh, Cock? Right you are. And today is Plant Your Flag Day. You got a spicy take on how the 2023 NFL season is going to unfold? Throw it into the uh, chat on the YouTube comments. Uh, we already have uh, G-Babies doing crimes again, as he says the Raiders He's, are he's win very the high on the Raiders, which, hey, you know what? Back your team. I got no problem with that. <laughs> now, it may not age well, but... That's okay. Be a fan, baby. Yeah. This is the time. Yeah, no. We all have hope. It's great. Maybe it's just because I'm a Jets fan. This is the first time I actually thought we could make the playoffs since. I, when did Jimmy Carter leave office? I yeah. think that was the last time. Uh, Kevin, the PRF, says, spicy take. Four teams will go worst to first in their division. I like that. He goes, Jets. I can get down with that. He goes, Browns. It's a possibility. Bears, and then the Washington Commanders. That's where you lost me. That's yep. Yep. That was yeah, it. I don't. That's fire and miss right there. Yeah, I don't. I can't. I, look, I like the Commanders a lot, but this is my spicy take for the NFC East. Okay, your 2023 NFC East champion is. The Philadelphia Eagles. The Dallas Cowboys. Oh, gosh. I have the Cowboys winning this division. 5-1 in the division, 12-5 overall. Okay. Uh, they tie record-wise with the Eagles. They're both 12-5. and five. All right, we're going board on that one. Let's go. We're going board on you that one. You take the Eagles, I'll take the Cowboys. Yeah. I'm going Philly. You call me crazy. I've never in my life been more convinced. Because this is one of those times, and I heard somebody talking about this earlier, of we do this every year. We look at the last thing that we saw, which is Philadelphia was so great. Blah, 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 blah. Of course they are. It's the last thing you saw. Mm-hmm. I've heard more people say, my Super Bowl is Eagles Chiefs. Uh, well, do you know how many times that's happened in the history of this league? Because <laughs> it doesn't take all the fingers on your hand unless you've had a horrible construction accident. Yep. So I don't, I don't, I don't see it from the Washington, from uh, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, but uh, we'll get to them in just a second. Let's focus on the bottom of the division. To me, it's Washington, and it's not close. I think it is close. You think, I think they're this close is, to the Giants. I can argue this is the best division in football. The thing I hate for Washington is that your schedule is just awful for a team that was – I mean, you picked in the top, what, 15? They, they picked yes. it – Emmanuel Forbes, I think, was 15th pick. Right? Yeah, I believe that's right. No, he's 16 because Will McDonald's 15. No, there you go. Soon to be defensive player of the year. No, yep. no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> I like Sam Hell a lot. I think you're going to see a lot from them. I just don't see how they're going to win games on the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to go to Denver, who I don't like, but that's not a fun trip. You got to go to Philadelphia, Dallas, and the Giants, obviously. Yep. To New England, to Seattle, to the Jets. I mean, the, the, the one road win I have for them is against the Rams. 
The road schedule's just awful. Yeah, I got him. For a first-year quarterback who, yes, I believe in. I absolutely love Sam Howell. Mm-hmm. I have him going 2-7 and seven on the road. I gave him wins at the Atlanta Falcons with long rest. And then they get a, the other one against the Rams. 2-7 and seven on the road, very plausible to me. At home, 4-8. and eight. It's not... I, it's not great. Oh, four and eight would or be not, difficult. Four and four. Excuse me, four. <laughs> four yeah. of eight. Five would and work. three. Excuse me. I just, I look. I like this team. I think you're going to see a lot out of the offense. I'm very bullish on Terry McLaurin. Uh, I hope he gets to play week one. If he does, I'm going to love a Sam Howell, Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson stack for DF for for the old Defus. Mm-hmm. If you're in the Battle of the Belt contest, those invitations went out today. If you didn't get one and you expected one, shoot me a message and we will clear those things up. Could just be as simple as I don't have your email address. Right. Somehow some people have a PayPal that doesn't have an email attached to it. I'm very intrigued by Sam Howell. I, I, I like the weapons. I'm interested to see how you're going to use the running backs. As we know, Eric B. Enemy likes to use two of them. Uh, yeah, it's going to be Brian Robinson. And 75% of the snaps. Really? You yes. think it's that much? Yes. Interesting. I There is no player that I own more shares of in fantasy football than Brian Robinson. Mm-hmm. Because he was going as the last starting running back, and I was happy to just sit there and let him fall yes. in my lap. Yes. I do not think there is a huge discrepancy between the Washington Commanders and the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do, and I and I think it's the offensive line. I think that's my... You're super down on this Commanders line. I really don't know why. I mean, I just... They, you don't have a really good player, in my opinion. No, it's all about the cohesion of the line. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs have five dudes and not one of them was drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. So, it's universally looked at as one of the best lines in the league. Who, Washington? Kansas City. Oh, yeah. So, oh, you don't have one great player. No, how does the line function together? And Eric mm-hmm. bien is really good at making that work. I'm not. I'm fine with the team. I just test your schedule. Yep. And guess what? That applies to the New York Giants, too. Because I have them going 6-11. and 11. Wow, okay. I don't. I got the Giants going ten and seven. Please tell me how. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm. All right. Just I, before you even answer that, mm-hmm. here are the games I have them losing. I got them losing to the Cowboys in Week One, mm-hmm. at the Forty ers at the Dolphins, at the Bills, Jets in a what is a fish, effectively a neutral site game, mm-hmm. uh, at the Raiders, which is a uh, it's a bad travel week, and the Raiders are coming off a bye, if I'm not mistaken. Right. At the Cowboys, at Washington, at the Saints, at the Eagles, and then last game of the season, I'm losing to the Eagles. Okay. Because that division is still in play for me. Okay. You tell me which of the games I just said you have them winning. All right, let me give you the Raiders because I already know you're going to say that. 100%. Uh, and, and, and then? And it, and, it, and it won't be close. Um, you had them losing to the Packers? Uh, no. No? I had them losing to the Jets. I got them beating the Saints week 15. Uh, in New Orleans? Yep. Uh, good luck with that. Uh, well, Daniel comes, Jones on the road in New Orleans. It comes all down to coaching I'm for me. out. It comes down to coaching And, and I don't me. disagree. I like Brian Dable a lot. Mm-hmm. This schedule is evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got and him. I don't think you're good enough, and I don't think you're experienced enough for that. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you don't have that many weapons that can win. And my God. Good Lord, do you play every good corner in this league? Some of them you play twice. I, I, just, I can't get there. Yep. 
I got them winning that game, that last game of the season against Philadelphia because I don't have Philadelphia and Dallas in a tight race at the end of the season. Um, I've got them picking up a couple of extra games that you don't. Uh, Seattle at home in week four. Sorry. Really? You can't see a path? No. How? Actually, that's a lie. I have them winning. That's, I was going to say. I do, now that I've looked at my screen, I have them winning. I was going to say, the Seattle West Seahawks Coast team are, the, yeah, are that team that just can lay an egg. and Which means this could actually be worse than I think. <laughs> and New York could be the uh, they, they could be the winner of the game by field goal or something. This is just a scrappy team. I saw this team in the preseason, um, and they they are talented. Mm-hmm. And they are they are deeper in places. I, d- you know my philosophy. Who's at home? Who has the better coach? Who has the better quarterback? Yep. They lose two of three of those in fourteen of the games they play. Mm-hmm. And that's not a shot at them. That's not a shot even at Daniel. Well, it is kind of a shot, Daniel Jones. I was gonna say, that's but a, I, I just I don't shot. see how you're gonna be any better than that. No. Okay. Dallas Cowboys. Obviously, they're the team that we differ the most on. No, no, you didn't say it right. Your 2023 NFC's champion and one seed in the NFC, Dallas Cowboys. Oh God. All right. So what are the, what are the games here? All right. So I have them. I have them going 11 and six. I have them at 12 and five. Okay. So we're not too far. Their off. losses just... for me are at the 49ers, at the Chargers, uh, at the Eagles, at the Bills, at the Dolphins. And that's it. I have them going four and five on the road and perfect at home. Wow. Okay. Uh, I got them losing to the Jets in week two. I got them losing to the Chargers in week six. Um, But you got them beating San Francisco in San Francisco. I do. Hmm. I do. Because as I told you, San Francisco's that team that I've kind of flipped on. Uh, losing confidence over the quarterback I, I, I will situation. tell you something about me. You know that old theory that, that people use when they fill out NCAA tournament brackets of you just it, when in doubt, take the better seed? Mm-hmm. I do that same thing with when in doubt about which of these two teams is better, take who's at home. Okay. That, I, I fall into that I a you. lot. I got you. Uh, and then I've got the Dallas Cowboys doing that thing that the Dallas Cowboys do and losing four games to end the season. Which are Seattle, Philadelphia, Buffalo, and Miami. I got them losing Buffalo, Miami. I can't imagine they're gonna lose four games in a row, and I can't in any way see them losing two games in a row at home. Every one of those. I got you. I got you losing those games. Cowboy and, Nation is as animated right now mm-hmm. and is as in belief of their team as they have ever been. Which it's never been better for them to let them down like they do every year. And and they very well could. Mm-hmm. They uh, very well could. Now the Philadelphia. I don't see it. I think that defense is awesome. Mm-hmm. The Philadelphia Eagles, on the other hand, to me, they're still they're still same old Eagles, and ain't much going to change. I got to. They go start seven and zero and in and in twelve and five. Because I will tell you, and just, I want you to remember, I said this. Mm-hmm. They have one great big problem, and it's depth. Okay. You cannot get hemorrhaged like they did, losing that many players, and not just be crushing it in the draft and i know you love that they've drafted 43 georgia bulldogs mm-hmm. i got it defensive line really stacked offensive line really stacked mm-hmm. anything happens to either aj brown Devonte smith jalen hurts those are the three big ones mm-hmm. that offense takes a plunge off a cliff 
anything that happens to Darius Slayer or James Bradbury, that third corner is going to get picked on by every team they play. Mm-hmm. All of them. Mm-hmm. That's a team that's really – I'm not down on Philadelphia. I still got them going 12-5, and five, and you'll see how far I have them going later in the show. Right. I'm not down on this team. But there is a section of that schedule that I just look at and go, my God, you played five of the seven best teams in the league five weeks in a row. Yes. And that is – I don't know how anybody can withstand that. It I really don't. the stretch from week nine down to week 15. Yes. That's what and you're And there's a buy about. in between, mm-hmm. and you're on the road for three of those six games. Yep. I can see how you got there, how you convinced yourself of that. I just – I'm not predicting injuries, and I think this team is going to continue I'm not predicting injuries. I, that, I, that's all I'm saying. I am looking at this going, I see the path – because every year there is something that we feel like is just a no doubt, absolute layup. Mm-hmm. And then we turn around and go, how did blankety blank happen? Eagles don't win the conference. Well, here's how. Because you are really bad at corner outside of your top two. Mm-hmm. You're not good at wide receiver outside of your top two. You've got two running backs that are made of popsicle sticks. I just, I see a recipe for you letting down your fan base. In the regular season. Yep. There's a dot, dot, dot there. Mm-hmm. So, Eagle fan that hates me right now, give me a little bit, and you will you will like me better very, very soon. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, so that's another one for the board. I'm taking Philadelphia as the NFC East champs. Jeremy, dead sold that it's going to be the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I'm your huckleberry. Our buddy Armchair with our first Super Chat of the day. Remind the folks that uh, 10 a.m. Sunday morning, all your fantasy lineups for all the fantasy goodness because we'll be at 51 North Merriman Avenue, the Village Porch, our football home here in the sportsocracy for all things football with our first ever live fantasy football show. Yes. I'll have a coffee and a beer at the same time. Let's go. It's a breakfast of champions every Sunday morning uh, live at the Village Porch, 51 North Merriman Avenue. Speaking of the North. Take AFC North next after we get just a bit outside. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community. One that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Tired of getting dinged by monthly fees on your checking account? You need Simple Checking from Home Trust Bank. With Simple Checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account, but no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800-627-1632. Simple Checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Did you know that Ingalls sells more organics than any other store? Or that they run their own dairy? Or that they only serve USDA choice and prime meat? Did you know that they have more local craft beer than any place else? Or that they have energy smart stores? Or that they professionally slice and package imported cheese from Europe? Did you know about their giant international aisle, local farm partnerships, curbside pickup, wine department? Or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks? Well, now you do. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. 
Welcome back into the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Time to get just a bit outside. And, uh, hey, we've, uh, we've, we've thrown it back to one of the good old goodens. One of the good old gooden cheating methods in the NFL. Well, not it's not in the NFL. This is, this is actually at the high school level. It's in Arizona, where the Arizona Interscholastic Association is, uh, well, they're they're getting ready to come down hard on an assistant football coach at Gilbert High School because apparently he was spotted on the sidelines deflating footballs sometime during the first half of the game this past week. He was reportedly ejected from the game, and the team received a 15-yard unsportsmanlike penalty during the kickoff and and the second half. So two 15-yard penalties for taking the air out of the balls in this game. Uh, obviously, we all know that this is a no-no. Tom Brady taught us this. And the only real reason that I bring this story up is to remind everyone that Tom Brady destroyed a cell phone so we wouldn't know how badly he was cheating. I think y'all forgot about that. I know there are some that didn't. Just want to throw that out there. Hillary Clinton destroyed an entire computer to keep us from knowing other things. And that wasn't even what I was going to say as my transition there, but you made me. Because what I was going to say is I haven't seen anybody deflate balls like that since Duke football. My story is about ticket prices in college football. One of the great things about starting really well is that your ticket price goes up. Mm Mm-hmm. Last year, how much did it cost to attend every Colorado home football game combined? $17. $222 on average. You got robbed. I don't disagree. <laughs> how much do tickets cost for this weekend's affair in Colorado against Nebraska? $123. They got all the way up to the get-in price was $472. Oh, my gosh. Now, that has come down, supply and demand, because a lot of people went, Hey, we could do so many crimes for a thousand dollars and watch the game on television. It's not crimes there. Uh, you're okay. All right, <laughs> just say what you're doing. There. They're an enlightened state. Uh, yeah, it's also a state that smells like Funyuns and Frito powder. But damn right, let's go. Whatever. And Taco Bell. Now you take how good it is for Colorado. Let's talk how bad it is about one of my biggest rivals, Miami. Who's Miami play this weekend? Texas A&M. Texas A&M. And ticket sales are going so poorly that they're running a buy one, get one free promotion. No, not. Yes, they are. The good old, hey, we're awful. Please, God, come to the stadium because we need your butts in the seats. If you purchase a ticket to Texas A&M, you will receive a complimentary ticket in the same area for the game against Georgia Tech, that's, I mean, to me, that's a lot like buying a poop-scented candle and getting hit in the, in the nethers with a wiffle ball bat. But, hey, people love free stuff. Wow. Oh, how the mighty how have the, fallen. That's exactly what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, how the mighty have Man, fallen. Yeah, you remember, you remember, you remember that you thing? You remember? Oh. No, 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 no. I can't wait for that uh, that, that Florida State Miami uh, revival of the of the rivalry, fifty eight to four. All Let's right. go back to the planting of the flags. It's 
the uh, NFL kickoff edition of the Sportsocracy. Today, your final spicy takes before the season starts tomorrow in Kansas City. Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's talk about the AFC North. Because you, you said, what was it, that the NFC East, you could argue that they're the best division in football? I could argue they're the most talented division in football. Okay, most talented. Because I was going to say, to me, it's the AFC North by head and shoulders over every other division when it comes to the competition. The AFC it. North is is my best division in the league. Schedule's not all that daunting mm-hmm. by afc standards the the afc north catches a lot of breaks yes they do it's just why i've done this now three times and i continue to have all of them winning d- double digit games because it's going to be a dogfight between them and yes there are tough games with them you know the, the several of the teams having to play like kansas city and buffalo but the rest of it they should sweep every non-conference, non-division game that they have. All of them. The worst team in the in this division for you is the Cleveland Browns. Not me. Their record is twelve and five. Oh my! <laughs> and this is what and this is what happens when you do crimes. Mine is the Baltimore Ravens at eleven and six, at the Pittsburgh Steelers at twelve and five. And a tie atop the old division between the Ohio, the Ohio uh, institutions, mm-hmm. the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. At 13-4. and four. Yes. Okay. The Bengals win the division at uh, with a 4-2 and two divisional record. Browns finish 13-4. They're the number one wild card. Mm-hmm. They're the five seed. Okay. I have the Bengals winning this division at 13-4. and four. And then there are three teams tied at 12 and 5. And that's the only reason that Cleveland doesn't make the playoffs is because they lost the tiebreakers with both the Ravens and the Steelers. This is feeling like a board bet to me. Okay. Worst team in this division. You've been dogmatic on Cleveland yeah. all offseason long. Yeah, Brown. What are we doing? Browns versus Ravens? Yep. I don't like it. You see, that's like that's it. what happens is that when we put those things out there and you go. But I don't. Okay, just. I, I mean, I would be happy if it was something I was dogmatic about, like the 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 you know the god awful Las Vegas Raiders. You've never stopped that Cleveland was the worst team in this division. It's because you've done the it ones, all offseason because long. they're the ones that I believe the least in. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is insane. <laughs> well, it can't be that insane because you've only got them one game better than the other teams that I have in this division. So I'm too clear, Baltimore. I also have Lamar Jackson doing what he does, and they and they drop a couple late. And they drop a couple late because he's injured. Uh, well, I think it's with four weeks left in the season. Mm-hmm. I, I could be wrong on this. Mm-hmm. I have the entire division tied. They're all tied with either four or five games to go. Yes. And then they play each other a handful of times, mm-hmm. and that's what sifts it out. Mm-hmm. I have uh, I I'm have not dogmatic Baltimore. that Baltimore is the worst team in this division. I'm really not. Mm-hmm. What I am dogmatic about is that Cleveland is not the worst team in this division. Okay. That is the team that it is just blowing my mind how many people are sleeping on them. Mm-hmm. But, I think well, Deshaun comes... Watson was bad. Uh, yeah, I, we've been over that a hundred times. Mm-hmm. You seem to be forgetting what he was. What he was. Mm-hmm. And it, it, well, he just forgot how to play football, I guess. No, I don't yeah, think he did. Much. I mean, that's, that, that's kind of how we all feel. All of us that are in that boat is, I, I don't know if he can do it. 
and he's in the toughest division, and I'm not. Well, oh, the division's evil. And I'd... if you ask me to, if you ask me to rank the coaches in this division, his is last. Do you what? Do we have breaking news? Uh huh. Who's gonna break the news? 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 I can't wait. What? Well, You're like gobsmacked over there. The San Francisco 49ers and all pro edge rusher Nick Bosa have come to agreement on a contract. Okay. Let's play the fun game, but Tankerous, I will give you that it is a five-year deal. Okay. How many millions of dollars is it? Let's go with 168 million dollars. You're almost on the nose. It's 170. Yes. He deserves every bit of it. Highest paid pass rusher in the NFL. Mm-hmm. As he that should be. Is, uh, that is seven whole crap loads of money. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. There are people that have been that have happily won the lottery that would have needed to win it seven times to get to that much. I never thought that that was not going to happen. I did. There was a lot of talk out of San Francisco that they had actively called to see what they could get on Nick Bosa. Mm-hmm. Just remember, there's two teams in the three teams in the AFC that have former Kyle Shanahan assistants that are the head coaches of those teams. Yes, you take from that what you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I'm glad they got it done. He is a phenomenal edge rusher, and to me, he is so important to them not falling on their face. Mm-hmm. Last three seasons in the NFL, who leads the league in sacks? Uh, the fact that you're asking it that way, I'm going to say it's Nick Bosa. It's Nick Bosa. Would you like to guess how many over the last three years he has amassed? Over the last three years, I'll say 48. Oh, you're way off. 34. Really? Yes. Thirty. I mean, this is according to Stat News. Last three seasons, 34 sacks for Nick Bosa. Next in line is Miles Garrett at 32. There's something about that stat that is feeling not accurate. Feeling not accurate. Okay. I'm, I'm checking. You, you, you right. pr- I'm, proceed on. Just, who has the most sacks last three seasons? Boom. There it is. Uh, yes, uh, 40. Th- uh, yeah, that stat has to be off because uh, he had zero in 2020. But then that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, he, has 15, he had 15 and a half in 2021. He had 18 and a half in 2022. Well, there you go. That adds up to 34. Uh, yep. So he missed in, a year. Uh, he ain't leading the league. And th- that's not accurate. I will bet anything <laughs> you want. I'll bet anything you want. Matter of fact, I'm not sure that I couldn't off the top of my head tell you one that has more. Now, maybe in the last two years, mm-hmm. but I don't believe that's accurate. You don't believe that's accurate. Uh, and anyway, um, uh, and there it is. That's yeah. not accurate. Okay. Uh, because Miles Garrett has 44. In the was, last three did, years? Yeah, I was like, I know that's not right. T.J. Watt has more than that, and he missed half a year. Okay, then uh, then Stat Muse is Stat drunk. Stat is drunk, or maybe you should learn to use it better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because Miles Garrett has 32 in the last two years, which could still say that Nick Bosa is. Then maybe is, that's what this is. Maybe it's counting this year. Maybe. If. I don't know. I don't know why you would since the season's not started. 
but I okay. Anyway, n- last two years, then fine. He's he has more sacks than that's anybody exactly, in the last two that, years. That's exactly what it's doing. It's okay. counting this year. Okay. Thank so you. yes, in the last two years, he has the most. Bosa is one with thirty-four. Miles Garrett's two. Matthew Judon's Judon. three. Yeah. It goes Judon Watt and Hassan Reddick over the last two years in the NFL. Uh, to me, it's well deserved, and they had to do it. No doubt, because without him, it's it, it was it, it was going to be really difficult for San Francisco. I think with uh, without him, mm-hmm. and now he makes a bajillion dollars. Yeah, that he and does. And Carolina Panthers. Sorry about your luck. Uh, you really should have called Brian Burns in the offseason because that deal just made that way more difficult. Uh, that it did. And uh, we'll be talking about that coming up at the top of the hour as we talk about the NFC South. But let's uh, finish out here before we uh, have to dip out to the break. And the bangers on the uh, on the AFC North. So, I, all right, we'll put it fine. Put it on the board. We got you, you last get the Browns, I get the Ravens. Last place team, Browns versus the Ravens. And if neither one of them finish in last, then it's a push. Okay. Now, the Steelers. The Steelers, to me, are the safest team in the NFL. Or, yeah. To, to me, it's just. They're also probably Steelers. the team I feel the best about starting 1 0 ne- this week that plays a legit team. Mm-hmm. Because you guys know saying? It's Wednesday. Nick Bosa, yeah, he'll be on the field. If you think he's playing 50-some-odd snaps, I got a bridge to sell you. Mm-hmm. I don't care how hard you run on a treadmill or how many whey protein shakes or smoothies you eat. He is not in full game shape right now. I, I, I don't care if he plays. I didn't before. I had them losing that game off the rip anyway. To me, the Pittsburgh Steelers are just a better coached team, and for the most part, that's going to mean that they're going to beat most of the teams that they face. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers starting 9-0. and I do not. I have them losing at home to Baltimore early in the season, but then they get them back at their place later in the season. Um, I mean, I got, I've got them losing all division games because everybody else on their schedule, I don't know that you can beat them. you got to play the Jacksonville Jaguars, but you're, they're coming to your house. Mm-hmm. I get them in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, for me, loses five games on the year. They're the sixth seed in the AFC, and they go two and four in the division. Mm-hmm. So we're in the, we're in we're virtually on, the same boat with Pittsburgh. Yes, we're in the same boat there. Um, Cincinnati Bengals, they're just they're just the Bengals, and I don't see anything changing. They're thirteen and four for me. The ones the the winner of this division, uh, they go four and two in the division. Thirteen four overall. They're the three seed in the AFC. Yep. I got them as the two seed at 13-4, and four, winning the division by a game over the other three teams in the division. They're for, they're, the three road games they play after Cleveland until the 11th week of the season are the Tennessee Titans, the Arizona Cardinals, and the San Francisco 49ers off a bye. Cincinnati is going to start real, real good. Yep. I have them starting 0-1, but they're going to start really well. Mm-hmm. They're another one that I have. There are a few teams that can beat them, and I had to struggle to find the losses, much like I have had to do with them for the last few years. And 
again, I don't see it changing. You're in the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Jeremy's got some bangers coming up next. Um, Now you got to go back to the futures for college football, but tomorrow we'll have actual games for bangers. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP, The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors with zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Coffee's the closers on. Get them the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. Wednesdays are the perfect day to take what you've learned from the weekend and apply it to futures in college football. This is Green on Green, brought to you by Ingalls Markets. Low prices, love the savings. Two biggest winners of the weekend, undeniably. Florida State, Colorado. Florida State was already pretty high in wins and things like that. We'll get to them in a minute. Colorado's win total is not moving, and that doesn't make any sense to me. I also don't understand why people think they're going to lose to Nebraska this weekend, who is awful, and so is Minnesota. Don't get duped by that. Take Colorado this weekend. But where you can make the money, their win total is still only at five, and looking at their schedule, I would say their floor is seven. Yeah, you're only getting minus 175 odds, which means you have to wager 175 to make 100, but it's still free money, and they're still allowing you to do it. Vegas turns like a cruise ship, and this is one of those times that you can take advantage of something you have obviously seen where they don't want to be wrong. So grab Colorado over the five, throw a couple shekels at Travis Hunter or Shadour Sanders to win the Heisman because they're both still plus 2,500. And with what Travis Hunter's doing, if he continues to do it, he's going to be on the stage even if he doesn't win it. Now, for Florida State, they're only plus 100 to win the ACC, and I'm not sure if somebody in Vegas thinks they're going to have to play with seven players moving forward or if Clemson gets to play with 13, but that same thing we talked about, moving like a cruise ship. Florida State is a free, even-money bet right now to win the ACC, so go get it and thank me later. For more, find us on all the social medias at the Sportsocracy. And as always, love the savings with Ingles, love the winnings with me. Mullet out. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. 
Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. It is the Sportsocracy, and we are live in the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, and we are seen everywhere on YouTube. Just go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat and uh, throw out your spicy takes on the 2023 NFL season today. Not that we won't take them from here on, but this is the day to do it. You're going to plant your flag. This is the final prognostications before the season kicks off tomorrow night in Kansas City. Now, uh, we've been going through division by division, but some things to uh, clear up here before we get on to the home division of the NFC South. So uh, last hour, we were talking about uh, the sack leaders over the last three years because apparently StatMuse believes that I'm, I, I really want to know that for everyone has year. zero sacks this right, year. Exactly. That's, that's that's rousing information. Thank so, you for that, Alex. So uh, Nick Bosa, who's just uh, being paid uh, a five-year, one hundred and seventy million dollar contract, does lead the NFL in sacks over the last two years with thirty-four. But he is sixth, or well, tied for fifth over the last three years. Uh, he is tied with Matt Judon. Uh-huh. Trey Hendrickson is fourth with thirty-five and a half. Hassan Reddick is third with 39 and a half. TJ Watt has 43 and Miles Garrett is the league leader over the last three full seasons with 44. There you go. Well, as soon as you said that, I went, nope, nope. that's not right. Cause he had a year with zero because he got hurt. But think about that. He's still fifth and missed a whole year. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Uh, just for posterity's sake, Micah Parsons is 12th, and he's only been in the league for two years. <laughs> so, uh, And he'll be getting the richest contract in NFL history yes. for a defensive player very, very soon. Um, let's go ahead and start with this one. Over the last two years, in the top 10 among sack leaders is Brian Burns. That's why I had this pulled up on my computer, because Brian Burns – over the last two years, is ninth with 21 and a half sacks over the last two years, and now he's holding out. Apparently, he wants the new deal. They've been talking behind closed doors, and it didn't really come out until late last week or, or over the weekend that Brian wasn't going to be practicing anymore until he gets that contract. Is he worth the kind of money that we're hearing he wants? Because he wants somewhere in that neighborhood of the 28 to $30 million. That's probably a little high, but it's uh, the, the that's what the market dictates. I mean, you just had the number, you just had the the biggest fish on the market come off for thirty four million a year. Mm-hmm. So if you stay in anything that starts with twenties, um, I, I I'm not going to tell you I'm going to give you an A, but you'll be fine. Yep, he's making because 16. if you take Brian Burns off that defense. We're having a very different conversation about the Carolina Panthers. No right doubt. Now. No doubt. He's making $16 million this year with the fifth-year option. So it's the final year he wants the long-term deal. That's that's one that I I think you got to bite the bullet on, David. You do. And make that happen. Scott Fitterer, all of you in charge with the Carolina Panthers, let's, uh, let's get Spider re, uh, re-signed and let's move on because you got a chance here. Oh, yeah. Uh, he is Seminole. 
for the yes. rest. Yes, that he is. And way too skinny to be an effective pass rusher in the NFL. I can remember saying that on draft day mm-hmm. years ago. And I laughed a lot. <laughs> way too skinny to be effective in the NFL. Um, so, NFC South, starting at the bottom with... Fire them cannons! By golly, put more powder in them things. Uh, there is no question that the... Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be the last place team in this division to me. This uh, and you better make a call to the Arizona Cardinals because I have you as the fourth worst team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So you better hope they're willing to come off one of those quarterback picks or you're going to be sitting on the outside with a little bag just going, but we need one of those real bad. Baker Mayfield as the starting quarterback is the main reason why. And then the rest of it is you have uh, aged out pretty much on the defense and i don't know how i don't know how good you can be how many games do you have the tampa bay buccaneers winning five you're higher than i am um and the only reason the only reason for that is because i can already see it in the offense this this is what they're gonna do they're gonna win one crappy game too many to fall out of the top five and then they won't have the ability to get the generational quarterback or whatever without giving up a king's ransom to get up to the one or two uh i don't have you winning games i have you having the full sadness and still having to trade up to get one of the generational guys because this team is bad 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 mm-hmm. that is all we need to say about that yes there That's will it. be very few firing of them cannons this year uh despite the fact that they have Two elite wide receivers at the moment, you don't care. Nope. Okay. Uh, you can have two Maserati sitting in the driveway, and if you can't drive a stick, then they're really just expensive lawn ornaments. Right. Uh, for now, for now, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are on this team. They should not be in several weeks, but that's above my pay grade. I don't get to make that decision. Mike Evans, you can come play with your 2023 Super Bowl champion, New York Jets. Let's go. Uh, third place team in this division to you is. <laughs> Carolina Panthers, all right. Seven and ten. Good for you. I have them seven and ten as well. I also have them starting 0 and 3. Hmm. I also have them starting one and five with one win at home against the Minnesota Vikings. I hate the start of this schedule for Carolina a lot. As do I. I have, you have to go on the road to well. Atlanta, which if you flip those and that game was in Charlotte and Atlanta had to come up here, you win it. Hmm. Okay. I think that's how close those two teams are. Then you get the class of the division who is really vet and really healthy. Oh, and uh, they owe you one in your house with a young quarterback who they're going to get after aggressively. I don't think the offensive line is as bad as it's being made out to be. Okay. But it's certainly a work in progress. And I am officially to that point with Ike McQuano where I go, hey, you remember you remember that thing I said about he's a guard, he's a guard, he's a guard? Yep. You remember, do you remember why I said that? Because he's not fast enough in his set and speed rushers just annihilate him. Mm-hmm. Yet the Jets beat him like a kettle drum. I watched it happen. It happened directly in front of me. Mm-hmm. I looked at my father after every play and went, they took that kid six. And I'm not sure he could block me as we're currently constituted. 
it would scare me to death because you're playing a pass rush with Atlanta that I think is really good, yep. a pass rush with New Orleans that I think is really good, mm-hmm. and a pass rush with Seattle that I think is really good. That's mm-hmm. the start of the year. You have to be careful with a quarterback like Bryce Young that you don't give him happy feet. People hear that term and they think it's something that's like innately in your head. It's really not. It kind of gets beaten into you. If you're not careful, it can happen fast. Yep. Because you play one team in the first six that can't just send the hellhounds at you. And it's Minnesota, which is the one game I have you winning. Mm-hmm. Now, then it levels out from there because you come back off a bye with the Texans and the Colts. And then we all feel good about life again. Until. Until you go at the Bears, Cowboys, at the Titans. You got them losing that game at the Titans. I do. I do not. Um, I have them winning a lot of games late in the season. The Titans win way more games for me than you think. But there are a well, – they, they do uh, – well, we'll get there. We'll get there when we get to the AFC South. Um, but I'm not, I'm not as bullish – on this team as I was early in the process, and I have been swayed by what I've seen. In the, I, I don't in the think you can be. In the preseason, the offensive line was awful. Yes, absolutely terrible. And I and and I would have a I would have less of a problem with it if nobody played. If well, you just you never played any of your starters, and okay, I can I can get that. But you did. But you trotted the offensive line out there to protect Bryce when he was on the field, and they couldn't do it. Nope. And that was against backups from other teams. That terrifies me, and I'm not as, hey, the Panthers are going to have this rough start and then come back and win the division. That's I, out for me. I told you from the jump, this is not going to start as swimmingly as you want. You have a completely new coaching staff. You have a completely new offense. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be some growing pains. There's a star. And then the schedule did you zero favors. So I have them third behind the Atlanta Falcons. All right. Uh, that's another team that we differ on. I got the Atlanta Falcons third in this division at 6-11 and because I don't buy it. You can run the football. You, can, you might be able to play some good defense. Okay. And that, doesn't, that doesn't thrill me. I have the Falcons going 8-9. and nine. And they lose five games that I'm sitting here looking at right now going, yeah, you could win that. I'll put it on the board over seven and a half wins for the Atlanta Falcons. I'll do it right now with a clear conscience. Won't think about it twice. Hmm. Atlanta is going to take an aggressive step forward. Because there's a great possibility that they're not going to lose a game at home. Okay. That is on the table that they do not lose a game at home. Interesting. Okay, because well, I mean, I'm, here's, lo- I'm here's looking the at schedule. the ones that I have them losing. I have them losing at home to Green Bay. I have them losing Sorry. at home to the Washington Commanders. Um, and I have oh them... weird, yeah, it's not many, is it? Yeah, no, it's not many. Yeah. It's not many. It's a it's a really nice baseline. Losing at home. Now to let's the talk about who you play on the road. All right, yes, you do have to go to Detroit. You do have to go to Jacksonville. You have to go to the three teams in the division, mm-hmm. at the Titans, at the Arizona Cardinals, uh, at the Jets, which, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Ooh, sorry. And at the Bears. Mm-hmm. This team's going to win more games than you think. And I genuinely think they have the worst quarterback situation in the NFL, and I don't care. Okay. 
I despise Kyle Pitts. I despise Drake London for fantasy football this year because I will not be shocked if the Atlanta Falcons set a modern-day record for the fewest passes thrown in a year. Won't shock me in the least. Okay. I could not project them low enough. Because now you've got a three-headed monster of running backs that is going to be really difficult to deal with. Mm-hmm. They're going to run the ball. They're going to play good defense. Mm-hmm. And it's a vet-laden defense. I think they'll be just fine. Okay. Now, I don't think they're special. I don't even have them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're close. And I left a lot of, uh, a, a, like the fat man pants, I left a lot of room to grow. Good pair of stretchy pants at Thanksgiving. We're uh, we're going to eat turkey till we fit into that. Yeah, that's where I'm at with Atlanta. Right. If I knew the number of games that Desmond Reader was going to start for this team was limited, I would feel much better about it. If I felt like there was a... I think that's safe because mm-hmm. if he starts poorly, and the schedule sets up to where that could happen mm-hmm. because those two really evil road games are back-to-back. One of them is in London, and I could easily see a path. I still think it's stupid that you're playing in London and then you don't get a bye week the next week, but whatever. You come back after, after the London game and Taylor Heineke's in there week five. If he's as bad as we think, that's on the table because they're not mm-hmm. that invested in Desmond Ritter. Right. They're just not. And there are a ton of quarterbacks in this class. So I, I don't I don't worry about that. Yeah. I just don't think I just don't think they're that good. And I don't know that they're gonna be that good defensively. I know they've added a lot of um what, you know, veteran pieces, Bud Dupree's on this team now to give them a little mm-hmm. pass rush help. Calais Campbell, obviously a leader in the locker room. But I'm not I'm not buying it. Uh so I've got them third in the division, six and eleven. Uh, and the, then we both have dog the walking. New Orleans Saints. The Saints just dog walking the division. How many games me. do you have them winning it by? Uh, four. I, I'm at three. They go 12 and five. They're the two seed in the NFC, and they win this division by three full games. Yep, I got them winning by four at 11 and six. I I don't love that they have to go to Green Bay. I don't love that they have to go to uh, New England. Mm-hmm. But the rest of their games early, you host a Titans team that offensively is going to struggle a bit uh, for fantasy football. Uh, don't play anybody in that game if you have the choice. Then you go to Carolina, yeah, Green Bay, and, and but you get Tampa and, and Houston and the Colts, the Bears, the Vikings. And I even have them losing a couple of those games, and they still go 12-5. and five. Yep. I Dennis Allen this team, and they still <laughs> went twelve and five. I walked away from this going, "Am I really putting my initials on the bottom of something?" It says Dennis Allen is going to be a division winner by this much, and I don't see how it doesn't happen. They're too talented. Yes, they are too talented. That is the main reason why I can't have anybody else winning this division because you win the quarterback battle in a walk. Will you for the future? No, I don't believe you will. I believe the best quarterback in this division in a few years is going to be Bryce Young, but it's not going to be first year out. No, and I'm just looking at it going, I like a lot with the Saints. They got, to me, pretty lucky that the three Kamara suspended games are Green Bay, who I don't love the offense, especially not early. Right. Oh, and by the way, you're traveling to Green Bay in September as opposed to December. There's a big old difference there. You catch the Titans in your place, and you go to Carolina early with Cameron Jordan lining up right over Ike McQuano. That just has, I'm going to win two of those three. I don't know which two it is, but I come out of the Kamara suspension two and one, and they don't really play another 
high-end team outside of Jacksonville. That's on a Thursday. Yep. You're in the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. That's another one for the board. I wrote it down. Atlanta under 7.5 for me. Jeremy's going over 7.5 for the Falcons. We'll and add it to the board in the tattoo bet. And Tank is going to get a really embarrassing tattoo of my choosing. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. At Ingalls, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels, whether we're building new fields for t-ball, Celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys. And we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings. Our communities are filled with wonderful people who make living here great. At Home Trust Bank, we're proud of that. And that's why we focus on helping homeowners prepare for what's next. Our local mortgage bankers have the experience you need and exceptional personal service you'll appreciate. Home Trust Bank is ready to help make a house your home when it's time to buy. Visit your local Home Trust branch or go to htb.com forward slash mortgage. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. It is the Sportsocracy, ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. We're planting the flags today before the season starts in the NFL. It's time to talk about the AFC East. And go ahead. Your 2023 Super Bowl champion, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. The Jets, seen as obviously one of the favorites because, I mean, they have Aaron Rodgers now. They had the best defense in the land last year in certain statistics, many of the important statistics. Uh, The Buffalo Bills, their question mark this year for some. The Miami Dolphins, another question mark. Uh, and, uh, obviously there's the jets going jet. And then there's the last place team in the division. It's the new England Patriots. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and get new England out of the way. Uh, they win how many games for you? Uh, I have them at five and 12. Yep. Me too. Oh, and six in the division. Yep. And I'm not sure any of them are close. Ah, uh, some of them will be close. A couple of them will be close because I mean, Nobody gets blown out in this league, right? And especially not Bill Belichick. I just don't, I don't see it. I think the defense will be fine, but I, I'm looking at how many of these prolific offenses you're going to have to stop and try to score with, and I don't buy it. None of them. I don't see a path that they win a game in the month of September. I'd agree. You don't, you're not going to beat the Eagles. Miami, No. The Jets and the Cowboys. No, then you got to play the, the road. Yeah, then you got to play the Saints. 
that's the first game I could possibly see them winning. Agreed. And then you get the Raiders, awesome. But then you go Bills and the Dolphins back to back. It's just it's it's one of those schedules that I look like and look at and I go, you're not really better than what three four teams on your schedule after the bye they play at the giants they host the chargers at the steelers host the chiefs at the broncos at the bills host the jets there's only one team in that entire bunch that's not at least competitive for the playoffs yes and you're gonna lose all of those games Save for one. Oh, but I'm I'm gonna say this just you know since all Patriot fans think I hate you, even though you're completely irrelevant to me at this point. It's exactly what you need to have happen because it's time for the reset. Whether yeah. it's Bill, whether it's just a new quarterback, I don't know, and I really don't care. But you can keep doing this on repeat. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Yes. At this point, you have the 13th best quarterback in your own conference. This this is where it goes. Mm-hmm. Bill will suffice you for a while, and you're going to be able to run the ball, and I think you're going to play decent defense. The minute you get behind, you're in trouble. There will not be a reset of this franchise or this team coming as long as Bill Belichick's involved. I don't believe. I I, I don't know that I agree with that. It's not necessarily a the game has passed him by kind of thing. It's just it's not working anymore. Well, he's going to have to fall in love with a quarterback that's actually a high-level quarterback. And Mac Jones ain't. No. Uh, and your backup and, and the Mac fact Jones that you're is looking Matt at, Corral. The fact you're looking at Matt Corral, it's, he was out there. Yeah. So am I. Didn't call me not one time. Right. You got Matt Corral on the uh, active roster. Meanwhile, you got two quarterbacks that are better than him on your practice squad. That doesn't, doesn't ring true. I'm not going to say you're definitively right there, but you might be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now the third team in this division who is it for you oh i'll save you the uh, guesswork every other team in this division goes 11 and 6 for me really it's just mm-hmm. a tie they're a dead the tied at 11 and 6 okay so it comes down to division records for you to break the tie nope because they're all four and two in the division okay so it I'm... comes down to common opponent the dolphins end up out of the playoffs the jets are the seven and buffalo wins the division and they're the four okay all right i have it in i have it in steps my third place team is the buffalo bills I have them at eleven and six, and missing the playoffs. That feels spicy to me. Bills missed the playoffs. Did I want it to happen? No. Did I think that uh, I was going to get there? No. This was one of those things. I went through the schedule week by week, and when I came to the end, I went, "Huh? How it, about that?" It's funny that you said that way because uh, I did the same thing. And I wanted them to miss the playoffs because I don't necessarily think they're going to be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get there. I couldn't get there because I look at uh, – and I'll start on the high side with, with Buffalo for me. Okay. I look at their schedule and go, I don't really see a spot where you're going to lose back-to-back games. I agree. I don't see it over the entire year. I agree. So I think your floor is 10 and 7 or 11 and 6. Then you look at some of the anomaly things that happen to them. All right, you're playing at Philadelphia. You're probably going to lose that game. Mm-hmm. It's just you're playing at Cincinnati. Yeah. You remember what happened last time we did this? But then you catch a lot of these easier games, they're in your place. 
Mm-hmm. That gives them a really solid baseline to me. I have them going eight and one at home. I got them losing one game, and that's to the Miami Dolphins. They're three and four. five on the road for me. Because I, I got know. them losing at the Jets. Um, I guess they're calling that a home game. I don't have them actually losing a game in Buffalo. They lose the the Britain game where they're technically the home team. Yeah, because Jacksonville will have been there for a week. Are you going that route? Yeah, that doesn't hurt anything. Right. I think Jacksonville's flat out better than they are. but Yeah, I don't know. I, I gave that one to Buffalo. I guess the one, the one that we differ on has to be, I don't know, I got them losing to the Chargers late in the season on the road. And Josh depends in our YouTube comment says, wasn't there a conversation last week that there's clearly a path they missed the playoffs? There is a path they missed the playoffs. Uh, it's not with the schedule, which is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I can't really project, oh, the line just completely falls apart. I'm projecting what the line is. And there is a path that if it's worse than I think it is, or it's as bad as it was against Cincinnati, just looking at the schedule and the games I picked, is there a possibility the Giants go in there and beat you in Buffalo? Yeah, it's not cold yet. Mm-hmm. Is there a possibility that Miami goes into your place and beats you? Absolutely. And if they do, it throws every bit of this on its head. Mm-hmm. Miami beats Buffalo. Buffalo makes playoffs. Jets don't. Dolphins win the division. That's how tight this division is. Yep. Buffalo is not a team that loses a lot of games at home. And I don't think they're going to this year. Uh, speaking but of But when they go on the road, it's going to be damn tough. Speaking of Buffalo, our favorite Buffalo Bill fan, Asheville Police Chief David Zach, will be here with us 4 o'clock on Friday yep. to pick all of your NFL games. Let's go. Yep. Uh, Buffalo Bills are the third-place team in the division for me. Second-place team, it's the Miami Dolphins. And yes, I have the New York Jets winning this division. I I want this tape like marked the next time somebody calls me a homer <laughs> that he has my team winning the division and I don't. Yes. Miami Dolphins, I got them going 12 and 5. The thing with Miami for me is they're in the same boat as the Bills. Yes. I don't really see you losing a lot of games at home. Nope. I got you losing one. I got you losing none. I have them perfect at home. Really? And two and six on the road. Okay. I got you losing one at home. I don't really know who they're supposed to lose to. I mean, you look down the schedule. I mean, yeah, you do get the Jets and the Bills at home. But that Bills game's last week of the season. There's an entire possibility that one of you is playing for absolutely nothing. Yep. You play the Jets late at home. You play the Cowboys late at home. Okay. Now, on the road, you play all the teams in the division. Baltimore, uh, Kansas City, Philadelphia, and the Chargers. Yep. Uh, that's, that's gross, and it gave me angina. And it I don't is. like it. It is. Um, top of the division, it's the New York Jets for me. And I go the same. I, I didn't realize this when I did it, but I have all of the teams, save for the Patriots, all of them go 8-1 and one at home. I get you. You got I, you got one. But then the road I have them losing is two. They evil. lose to the Chiefs and the Eagles at home. Mm-hmm. But every, I, and I just want to say this, and I'm not saying this because I'm a Jets fan. I'm saying this because it's true. There is a big advantage to me in the front-loading of the Jets schedule 
because you have an older quarterback. Mm-hmm. You have an older quarterback, and you have a scheme that a lot of people don't really know what it's going to look like right now. I have a pretty good feeling what it's going to look like, but I've said that enough times. Right. So you get all these edge rushers early. You play in your first six games, Buffalo, the Cowboys, New England, Kansas City, Denver, and the Eagles. I believe there is a possibility that you go two and four in that. Good. That's on the table. Mm-hmm. But everybody talks about how hard the schedule is. After the bye, you play a mutual home game with the Giants, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you, Jet fans are crazy, and there will be a lot of them there. You stay home to host the Chargers. Then you go to Vegas with the Raiders. You got a road game with Buffalo, but it's not one of those super late in the season kind of games. Mm-hmm. Then you play th- four out of five games at home. This schedule is not as disadvantageous to New York as you think, mm-hmm. because this is an older team that is going to spend a lot of the cold months, of the cold time of the season at home. Yes. And the or thing, really close to home. The thing that I originally worried about with this team was the tough start. You have those men you, you have that many tough opponents at the beginning of the year when you're trying to figure out the offense. Everybody's trying to find their way. We're still trying to get a rhythm. But I've bought in. I've bought in to Aaron Rodgers and the theme behind this team and the all gas, no breaks, Rob Salah cheerleading, cussing up a storm thing. Yeah, Robert Sala is really easy to believe in. Right. And every guy's got a chip on his shoulder Mm -hmm. because of how last year went. And you add in superstars to that, like Aaron Rodgers and Dalvin Cook, and who knows what else they might be able to add. Mike Evans. uh, Devontae Adams. Right. Like any of those, you do that, and I'm going to be just over the moon about this team. If you're a Jets fan, you – are looking for three and three going into the bye week. You hope for the best. You hope it's better than that. If yep. it's better than that, you got a chance at hosting a home playoff game. If it's not, you really just need to win to win the games you're supposed to win going forward, and you'll be fine. Yep. Three out of four teams in this division are playoff contenders. Just because I don't have the Bills making the playoffs in my final predictions doesn't mean I hate them. Still got them going 11 and six and just barely missing the playoffs. I think. Uh, the division, the 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 AFC East, I could see three three of these teams. You could convince me in very short order that any of these win the Super Bowl. You would struggle to convince me that the you would struggle to convince me that the Dolphins or the Bills win the Super Bowl. Headache in the playoffs, sure. And I'll be honest with you, you'd struggle to convince me the Jets win the Super Bowl. Hmm. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. When we come back, we'll get weird and. Talk the NFC West. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community. One that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. On the weird scale... 
There's Vegas. There's Florida. And there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville inside the Ingalls studio. And Jeremy, did you ever have a did you ever have a dream as a child? Uh, uh, as a young man? Uh, I have a lot of them. I have some now. Had one the other day. I played mini golf with Pat McAfee and lost my wife in a beer garden. An actual that, garden of beer. Not that kind of dream. Oh, like like a dream oh. like a like a life goal. Like like you always wanted to grow up and, you know, talk about sports for a living or something to that effect. Yes, That's sadly enough, that this was this was my dream growing up. <laughs> I, I didn't dream big. <laughs> I did not dream big. My parents really kept me grounded. Look, I... You're going to be you an know, idiot on the radio when you grow up. Uh, right. And here I am. This has long been my dream as well. And every day, we never lie when we say we're just living the dream. Now, there's a guy in Florida who's got a different kind of a dream. And for some reason, no one wants to wants him to achieve his goal, despite the fact that it's hurting no one other than potentially himself. Coast Guard officials have arrested a Florida man after uh, he was intercepted in the ocean in an unsafe vessel. His unsafe vessel and the dream that he's trying to fulfill, he wants to walk to London. He wants to do complete a transatlantic walk. How does one do that? Well, you have to have a vehicle that will get you there and let you walk on the water. So he has he has put together, and it it looks like it's uh, it looks like it's you know a, a very sturdy type of a structure here. It's like a large metal cage that has buoys on the sides. It's a giant hamster wheel. And he gets in there, and he just runs, and there's little paddles on it, so it'll take him across the water. Mm-hmm. So he's going to hamster wheel across the... That's his goal. That's what he wants to do. However, uh, his name is uh, Reza Balucci, facing federal charges after he was rescued 70 miles off of the coast of Tybee Island, Georgia, in his Been there. hamster Lovely wheel. Lovely place. Uh, the Coast Guard found him out there. They went out and had to ask him some questions like, hey, what are you doing? This doesn't look too seaworthy. And they said, you got to come with us. We're not going to let also, you do Also, wait, this. he tried to do it across like a gigantic part of ocean, not like one of the little small strips. Florida to London. Yep, that's stupid. Yep. yep you're, that's a stupid dream you had. Uh, you should have smarter dreams. I'm impressed that he was 70 miles off the coast before anybody found him. Before anybody went, hey, there's a giant pinwheel in the middle of the ocean that's red and white. You would think you'd be able to see that. Well, I mean, have you ever seen a hamster get lost on one of those wheels? It rolls for a while. I mean, I assume in the water it would do the same thing. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I don't know. How are I, you supposed to sleep in that thing? I don't feel like this was well thought out. It's very large. He can stand up in it and run and it's also long enough where he can lay down and take a nap i guess if he wants to or obviously he has to at some point but when the coast guard said hey this isn't safe you're gonna come with us he said no no i'm not and threatened to kill himself with a 12 inch buoy knife uh when they finally were able to keep him from harming himself and got him back to uh to to shore he refused to get off of the thing, saying that there was a bomb on board and that he would blow it up if they tried to get him out of it. 
Well, he was lying about the bomb. They were able to get him back, and he is now facing federal charges because apparently, yes, it is illegal to go out on the open water in an unsafe vessel and to, of course, uh, then when the authorities come and tell you you have to come in, they have jurisdiction on that. Uh, Corey Dayharsh in our YouTube comments said, the Coast Guard has saved him multiple times at the tune to $50,000 in taxpayer expense each time. This is the fourth time. This is See, the fourth time. Is- and look, here's my problem. My problem with this is, let him do it. But just so you know, you're getting zero help. You don't, You show up on the other shore, good for you. We'll talk about it then. Otherwise, you're out of my hair. I don't care. Uh... Yep, there's a term. It's called survival of the fittest. Uh, we live in a society that has really done a poor job of telling people, no, just no, you yeah. cannot do that. That is stupid. And he says he will not give up his dream, that he will try it let again. Him go. Just let him go, Bobby. Exactly. Let him go. Stop spending taxpayer money on saving this idiot. If he wants to die in the middle of the ocean trying to fulfill his dream, let him. In my America, we would be 200000 to the positive, and the IQ of the world would be just, just a fraction <laughs> bit higher. Uh, Tank, I, I need you to uh, hit hit my computer there, because okay. there's, a, there's a sound that I need to play. Okay. We, we have another member of the... The truth is out there. Guild. Okay. And unfortunately, it's my quarterback. Did you watch Hard Knocks last night? No. Aaron Rodgers details a a story uh, back in 2005 when he was, right before he was drafted in the NFL draft, where he is at a former teammate's house in New Jersey. They're, you know, doing stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever the stuff is, don't know. But he hears a noise about 5 o'clock in the morning, and they all go out on the front porch. And they look up in the sky, and there's a very large object careening through the sky. Yep. He said it looked like a scene from Independence Day. Kind of a explosion-type fire in the sky. Then 30 seconds pass, and fighter pilots come screaming through the air. Mm-hmm. And he saw an identified flying large object. Now, here's my problem with this. Why is it that every person, every single person, my 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 uh my my fluffy partner over there included that that is one of these people. Why is it that I look at all of you and go your weed budget is real high? Like, it has to be. The things you say, that's why I'm looking at you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not accusing you of anything, but, okay, you, there are times that you say things that I just look at and go, that was stupid. Uh, <laughs> it was, that was a stupid thing you just Is said. Is it kind of like every time you say birds aren't real? Birds aren't real. They're government drones. There's a documentary on uh, Fox Nation right now. Now, that's see, that, bad, that is the truth out there, people. Uh-huh. You ever wonder why your Alexa hears you all the time? Huh? 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 You think something? It's up on your on your Google device. It's the birds. Mm-hmm. I just I I still maintain. Okay, why is it that we never get like a doctor 
that goes, I saw this thing. Or why do we never see cell phone footage of it? Like, do they have some kind of cloaking device that's it's impossible to take a picture of and it with I, a cell and phone? And every time you say this, I keep asking you, so why or where did all of the videos come from? You can go oh, online oh, and you can see all of them. Oh, you mean the, the fuzzy Chewbacca Sasquatch mm-hmm. level videos mm-hmm. that look like it could be it could be a hot air balloon? It could be them aliens. Mm-hmm. It could be an airplane. Mm-hmm. It could just be a drunk guy with a flashlight. I who knows? But we've never gotten a video that's not that doesn't look like the Zapruder film. And why do you think that Somehow is? Somehow we only use cameras to shoot UFOs from nineteen sixty four. Okay. Why do you think that is? Uh, because all of you are insane people. Because they don't want you to know. Jeremy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're they're just like they're hiding the birds. <sighs> oh, that's it, that's the most maddening thing about this is you're you're adamant that aliens don't exist. Oh no, I've never been but, a, I've never been adamant that aliens don't exist. Uh-huh. That's a fallacy that you keep saying. Uh huh. I'm not saying that they're that 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 they're not out there. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that if they're so much smarter than us, you just told a story about a grown man who tried to drown himself in the ocean in a hamster wheel. Yes. If they're that much smarter than us, we're a sitcom for them and nothing more. Absolutely. They don't want to come visit. They don't want to come hang out. They don't want to be friends with us. We are the intergalactic dum-dums that are drowning in hamster wheels. Yes. You're correct. That's the truth that's out there. That's why they don't land. Because they come down and they go, oh, yeah, we're good. All right. We're good. We're going back home. Yeah. You, you want me to tell you the truth that's out there? We, we, my friends, are the bottom of that genetic gene pool that the aliens look at and go, don't go there. That's that's the, that, that's not the good. That's the, that's where all the, they, they, they do dumb things down You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN. Ash will take a quick break. When we come back. NFC West time. That'll be good because we only got two real teams (laughs) worth talking about in that division. So that's coming up next. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Are you Beer City's best fantasy football player? Your chance to prove it is back. The Sportsocracy's Battle for the Belt is back for year two with two ways to win. Our standard contest and the new Eliminator Challenge for the most hardcore of football fans. Play fantasy football with us every week of the NFL season and compete for a cause with proceeds benefiting Evelyn Charity's St. Nicholas Project. Register today at thesportsocracy.com and take your shot at the title of Beer City's Fantasy Football Champion. It is the Sportsocracy. We are live in the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville. The NFC West. Well, the Cardinals are terrible. Real it's, bad. It's well they're, start, they're starting Josh Dobbs this week. 
Let's go. Have Oof. fun with that. But they claim Kyler Murray will play this year. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals finish what for you? 1-16. Yeah, they're 1-16 for me as well. I got them winning a game against the Houston Texans. I got them winning a game against the Los Angeles Rams. There you go. Who I also have going 1-16. Wow. They are awful. Okay. Uh, I Our have buddy Rams... Jake Ellenbogen posted this on uh, Twitter earlier. The Rams are better than you think. No, they are not. That is an expansion-level roster, and I'm being nice. Yep. Because expansion teams at least get extra draft picks. That roster is horror-awful. I mean, as bad as I have ever seen. Mm -hmm. And now Cooper Cup may go on injured reserve because he's definitively out week one. Yep. Uh, well, that's, that's unfortunate. And without him, you have no targets. You have no weapons. Yep. I'm not even sure I believe in your quarterback at this point. I have the Rams sweeping the Cardinals and winning the game against the Indianapolis Colts. That's it. You beat the two worst teams in the NFL to me because both the Colts and the Arizona Cardinals finished the year at 1-16 for me. L.A. is terrible, but there are two more terrible teams than they are. If they can sweep those games, good for you. You got three wins on the season and maybe have a chance to replace Matt Stafford in the draft next year. Now, the second-place team. In the NFC West is... The San Francisco 49ers! Yeah. The more and more, the closer and closer that we get to the season, the more and more unsteady I get about the San Francisco 49ers offense. Your quarterback is not good. Um, uh, he's good uh, enough uh, to uh, run the system. Have we had a, a come to Jesus in our own head? No, I mean, he's good enough to run this system. But I really don't know if the rest of the team is as good to make up for that. The more and more I look at that offensive line, Jeremy, the more I think that's yeah, a giant question mark. The more and more I look at the second half of the, or the back half of that secondary or the defense, I go, I don't know how many teams you're going to be able to stop. I got them going to the playoffs. I do too. In a week NFC, and they're nine and eight for me. Me too. Exactly the same record. Me too. There are a few. They're teams the sixth seed in the NFC for me. There are a few teams that uh, you know you're you're definitely better than, and you should be able to cakewalk yourself to some wins. Well, here's the thing: you get four wins because you showed up and put your pants on. Uh, awesome. Mm -hmm. That's that's good for you. I got you losing out the gate, going to the Pittsburgh Steelers in Week One. I got you losing to the Dallas Cowboys. Don't think you can outscore them. I got you losing to Cleveland, Cincinnati, Jacksonville. The Philadelphia Eagles, the Seattle Seahawks, and I even got you dropping that dumbass game at the end of the season on the road at the Washington Commanders. Just to, just to further drive the point home that that offensive line, by that point, everybody's got injuries at some point, right? Yeah, I don't have them dropping that game, but if this team, if this team started having that rash of Kyle Shanahan injuries, yeah, it would go badly. Yeah. It would go badly, it would go badly in a hurry. Absolutely. To me, they're not even the team really to talk about in this division because no. you're going to go into the playoffs. You're not going to be fun to play because you play really good defense. I think you're going to be able to run the ball really well, but every team in the league is going to know you have a deficiency at quarterback. Yes. The team I want to talk about is the Seattle Seahawks. Yes. Because I, I feel like there is a, a community sleep on them that I do not really understand. Mm -hmm. I tried – to be as hard on Seattle as I could, they still went 10 and 7. 
I willfully tried because I've been so vocal about this. Everybody knew that I was going to have Seattle win the division anyway. Mm-hmm. If it was even I had to think about it, you lost. They still went 10-7. and seven. Yep. So, for me, I would say their floor is is 10 wins. Mm-hmm. Ceiling is 12 or 13 if you get another uh, another year out of Geno like I had last year. I would say the, the, the ceiling is at 13 for me. And They're the best team in that division, and I'm not sure it's all that close. Yes. Uh, in our YouTube chat, we have. Oh, it again. I'm your huckleberry. We have one of those from our buddy Chris D. He posted his uh, auction team, and I'm not going to read all of the names. We can all see that in the chat. And my number one question would be: You're either the best drafter on the planet Earth, or uh, that's a 12-team league with children. And it might be somewhere in between that because I, if you don't win that league, you really upset the fantasy gods somewhere because it is Shevskis. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. We'll be back after the Sports Center update. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. It is the sportsocracy, and we are live in the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. We are heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Take us with you everywhere you go. You can also see us live on YouTube. Go to thesportocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel. Don't forget, you got just a couple of days to get in on the uh, the first week of the Battle for the Belt competition our weekly dfs contest benefiting eblin charity saint nicholas project uh, registration is open and today the uh the rooms for the week one games officially opened as well i've already set my lineup in the standard contest feeling good about you know my chances to just barely make the playoffs again this year like i did last year uh, belts are on the line, though. Professionally made championship belts in both contests, the standard contest and the new Eliminator Challenge. All of the links to get in on the contest are in the description of our YouTube videos, uh, on our social medias as well, and especially at the front page of thesportsocracy.com. Now, don't forget also throughout the NFL season to join us Every Sunday at the Village Porch, 51 North Merriman Avenue. We'll be doing our fantasy show every Sunday morning live from the Village Porch and then hanging out for the games throughout the day. So come join us uh, at the football home of the Sportsocracy, the Village Porch, 51 North Merriman Avenue, each and every Sunday starting from 11 until, or 10 until, excuse me, 10 o'clock. We go on with the uh, fantasy show and then we'll just... And that may end up having to be 10.30. We're just kind of playing that by ear. <laughs> Somebody's got to open the door. <laughs> oh, it's a that bar and it doesn't actually open the door. Okay. Uh, so we will get, uh, you know, we will be there every Sunday regardless of what time we start on the YouTube channel. Now, we're going through every division of the NFL on the Plant Your Flag Day. You got a spicy take about how this season is going to come out? Then plant those into the chat on the YouTube stream. We have not spoken yet 
on the AFC South, which is a division that I feel are, are, are we trapped in this cycle where three of the teams in this division constantly have to be bad? Because I feel like we're there again. We've just replaced Jacksonville, or we've replaced Tennessee with Jacksonville now, to me. I don't think Tennessee is bad per se. I think you're in a really bad spot because the AFC is absolutely a murderer's row. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you can outscore people. There has been a lot of dirt thrown on Tennessee. I don't think you're competitive for a wild card spot because you're going to have to explain to me how you're better than the Bills or the Dolphins, any team in the AFC North, the Chargers. I just don't think you are. Mm -hmm. Even with a lighter schedule, I don't think you are. But I don't think they're horrible. I mean, Ryan Tannehill has shown he can be an an effective quarterback in this league. Can be. He's not great, but he can be effective. Mm -hmm. DeAndre Hopkins is okay. Okay. You all seem to believe in him more than I do. I don't have great high hopes that this is going to go the way you want it to because he's a receiver that has hit that threshold where they tend to fall off cliff. Mm -hmm. This is the easiest division in the NFL to predict who's going to win. It's Jacksonville Jaguars. And my only curiosity is how many games you have them winning it by. Six. I'm more than that. Really? I have the Jaguars, the one seed in the AFC, at 14-3. and And they win this division. They win this division by seven full games. Okay. Uh, To me, that's a giant leap to go to 14 and three. I went 12 and five because. All right. So fun game. Who are they going to lose to? Uh, I got them losing to the Kansas City Chiefs in week two. Mm -hmm. I got them losing to the Buffalo Bills in London. Um, I don't see how that happens. I have got them losing to the Pittsburgh Steelers on the road. I have you losing on the road to the uh, to the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. And I also have you losing that last game of the season to the Tennessee Titans because it doesn't mean anything to you because you've already dog-walked the division and nobody's going to play. Except the one seed. The one seed still matters. That's where I can't get to, oh, they're going to throw away one of these dog-water games at the end of the season against the Bucks, the Panthers, and the Titans who are playing for nothing. Yeah, you're playing for the one seed in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Because no matter how good you are, somebody's going to be right behind you. Now, let's take what you just said. Find me another game they could lose. Just in theory, a game that they could lose. Hmm. Saints in week seven in New Orleans. Cincinnati Bengals. That's one. Baltimore Ravens. Hmm? Could happen. There's a three-game stretch between week 13 and week 15 that, yes, they could lose a couple of those games. Yes. San Francisco, it's the week after the bye. West Coast team coming east, and that's going to be a 1 o'clock kick. Mm -hmm. Don't see you losing that. Yep, I don't either. Jacksonville, to me, is 12-5 and at worst. At worst, if this season goes horribly, barring injury, mm-hmm. you're twelve and five, and and, that's, and you win the division in a in an absolute cakewalk. Yep, and that that's exactly where I have it. Twelve and five, they dog walk the division by six games because I look at the Tennessee Titans and I go, okay, to me you're the same as the Atlanta Falcons. You can run the ball, you can play defense, maybe, maybe. It's no better than a six win team to me. And the Tennessee Titans. 
the only problem I have with that is that to me you get basically three gimme wins because you play the Texans twice. Even if you split with the Colts, that's three layup wins. Mm-hmm. You get the Falcons off a bye. You're coming off a bye. You're at home against the Atlanta Falcons. I see no path you're not winning that game. I would agree. Uh, you play Carolina in your place. I see no way you're not winning that game. No, I disagree. I I don't believe in Carolina nearly as obviously nearly as much as you do. Mm-hmm. You got a rookie quarterback coming into Nashville against Mike Vrabel. No, that has bad news bears written all over it. <laughs> okay. I don't think it's going to start particularly well because mm-hmm. the first six games are really ugly. Then you have to do the London thing against uh, Baltimore, which probably won't go well. Mm-hmm. Although we've seen weird things happen in those games. And after that, I see several winnable games. Atlanta, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Indy, Houston, I, I just I don't think they're going to be that awful. Mm-hmm. The line's not good, but Tannehill is just mobile enough. You still got Derrick Henry. I I just feel like we're putting Tennessee in this in this category with Indianapolis, and they don't belong there. No, I'm not sure Indianapolis has a guy on the roster that can physically play quarterback, and I have no clue what their head coach is. I know exactly what your quarterback is. I know exactly what your head coach is. Mm-hmm. And your quarterback's fine, and your head coach is really good. Yep. And I do think they'll be able to get after the quarterback. A lot of losses. All of that being said, I still have them at 7-10. and 10. Yep. So it's not like I'm sitting here telling you that they're a playoff contender. It's just there's a lot of people throwing 4-13s and 13s and 5-12s and out there, and yep. I, I cannot get there. Again, I'm at 6-11, and 11, uh, and there's a huge disparity between them and the 10th seed because they're my eleven. You would think the 11 seed would be competitive. They're not. My 10 is the Buffalo Bills at 11 and 6. And you drop to 6 and 11 for the next team in line. The Houston Texans, I got them winning two. And I got the Colts winning one. I have the Colts winning five. And the Titans winning, th- or the Texans winning three. Shoe buddy. That's a lot of belief in the Indianapolis Colts. Not really. I mean, if you look at who I've got them beating, it's the Rams who are awful. Mm -hmm. Oh, and by the way, can't stop anybody from running the ball. Uh, You want a free piece of fantasy advice for this this weekend and every weekend moving forward? Yep. Play any running back playing the Rams. Trust me. You'll see what I'm talking about real soon. But Aaron Donald. uh, Yeah, he's one guy. Everybody else belongs in the XFL. Just remember I said that. Okay, will do. Titans at home because I don't think they're crazy good. Mm Mm-hmm. And you might be able to, to score on them at home. Uh, the other wins I have are the Raiders and the Texans at the end of the year and your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Every one of those games is winnable. Yep. And I think they're better than every team I just said. Outside of the Raiders, that game's late in the season. You could be playing for nothing. And the Titans, that's a divisional game. And every year we see some of those that mm-hmm. go sideways. Yep. There's, there's not much to like about the Indianapolis Colts roster to me. And I think they are terrible. A uh, win for Indianapolis is you come out of this year looking at Anthony Richardson going, you've still got a shot to be an NFL quarterback. Yes. Because I, what I saw in the preseason was bad, 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 but bad, bad. Inaccurate. Everything I saw in Florida. Horribly inaccurate. Happy feet. Really good runner. But that's it. And he'll look really good when Marvin Harrison is their uh, wide receiver next year. 
Uh, I hope so. <laughs> I'm not sure Anthony Richardson might not be the only quarterback in the world that could overthrow Marvin Harrison. It's quite possible. Oh, yeah, there is another one. He plays in this division, too. Mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud. That Texans team's not good. No. I, I like D'Amico Ryans. You like D'Amico Ryans. Yep. That roster's terrible. Yep. And I cannot, for the life of me, figure out who they're supposed to beat. There's been a lot of action on over Texans wins of, oh, they'll find some way to win seven. Mm-hmm. Can you physically find seven winnable games on that schedule? No, I cannot. Can I, you find five winnable games on that schedule? No, I cannot. I can't either. Because I don't know who And that's playing the dregs of the league. I mean, that's even giving you, so, all right, you got the Cardinals. You got the Indianapolis Colts twice. I don't think you can beat them at home. Maybe not. Um, Although, by Panthers, that time, they may. it's the last game of the season, so they might have tapped out by the You got to give them the Panthers in that scenario. The I Denver would, Broncos. Yep. Um, to get to seven, all of these have to be wins. Right. Because outside of that, you're playing the Ra- at the Ravens, at the Jaguars, Steelers in your place, at the Falcons, Saints in your place. Um, you host Tampa Bay, which is a game that I, I guess you could win, at Cincinnati, home to Jacksonville, on the road at the Jets, at the Titans, home to Cleveland. There ain't seven wins here. Mm-mm. If the league decides that you can play with 14 guys from here on out, <laughs> there are not seven wins here. You gave up a pick that's going to be in the top five. Yes. And you don't get to make it because you had to have Will Anderson. Awesome. The best way I can equate the Houston Texans, I've always called this the cookie theory. If you let children decide what they were going to eat forever, they would eat nothing but cookies. And we would have a even fatter than we currently are society of diabetic children. The Houston Texans are that kid that has just gone, ooh, cookie. Got to have it right now. Not thinking about anything moving forward. Mm-hmm. That's that organization in a nutshell. And that's why you are a dumpster fire. And no, I don't think you can develop C.J. Stroud. No, I don't think you're going to see anything this year other than maybe Tank Dell and Damian Pierce. Awesome. You hit a running back and a wide receiver. Every other team in the league has four of the first one and three of the second one. Mm-hmm. You have one of each. Awesome. Let the good times roll. Yeah. But... They love calling me a hater. So for me, this is going to be 18 weeks of just sitting back going, hey, you remember? Hey, you remember when you get beat 45 to 6? Hey, remember? I'm trying to tell you. Yep. And I don't think that's I, I don't think that's the path. I don't I this is not a team. This team was this bad last year, and they didn't get blown out in most games. They didn't get blown out because they were no threat. Defensively, they were awful. Mm-hmm. Teams looked at them and went, we can score on you whenever we want to. And, and I'm not going to lie, there sure. were a couple of false sense of security where, okay, we start playing poorly, and now it's close. Yes. Uh, that ain't happening again. It's just not, because you're playing too many teams in the AFC. I can't blow this game yeah, to I you. Yeah, I can't play with I you. don't have the ability to come in here and sleepwalk, because if I do, I'm going to miss the playoffs because I lost to a glorified expansion team. Yep, everything is razor thin. So now you're going to get the best shot. Week one, Baltimore. How bad does Baltimore beat them? Uh, 20. Three touchdowns. Easy. Yeah. That was the exact number in my head. Mm-hmm. And, and you'll just keep doing that, because virtually every team on your schedule has playoff aspirations. Mm-hmm. So they're going to look at you and go, boys, I want this to be over by halftime. Yeah. 
I, I would like to give I'm looking at that Jets game in week fourteen. It'd be really great if we could just, you know, put Aaron in mothballs for the fourth quarter and and see what old Zach Wilson can do in an NFL say, regular season game. You could start Zach Wilson in that game and still win it. I don't disagree with you. But this just this this weird belief of it's gonna get so much better because of Domenico Ryan's it's misguided, it's dumb. It's gonna get better, but it's not gonna get better anytime soon. I don't believe you're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. One division left. That's the NFC North. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business. And we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. Are you Beer City's best fantasy football player? Your chance to prove it is back. The Sportsocracy's Battle for the Belt is back for year two with two ways to win. Our standard contest and the new Eliminator Challenge for the most hardcore of football fans. Play fantasy football with us every week of the NFL season and compete for a cause with proceeds benefiting Evelyn Charity's St. Nicholas Project. Register today at thesportsocracy.com and take your shot at the title of Beer City's Fantasy Football Champion. Attention, it's time for the morning announcements. Make sure your parents are aware of the Ingalls Tools for Schools program and ask them to link their Ingalls Advantage card to our school. Remember, you have to do it each year. Now please stand and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. Back in the Sportsocracy. It is the uh, official NFL 2023 kickoff show on the eve of the opening of the NFL season. Planting our flags wherever they need be. We've already added several board bets. And I have a funny feeling we're about to add another one. Ooh. As we talk about the NFC North prognostications for this division this year have well they fluctuated for me your 2023 champion of the nfc north is the chicago bears no that's (laughs) mine you can't have it it's the chicago bears because they've done enough to me to be competitive in this division and then i have to lean on Matt LaFleur in Green Bay and Jordan Love to come back at the end of the season and win this division? Or the Detroit Lions, who, I mean, they were the sexy pick, and I thought I'm going to have the I'm gonna have the Detroit Lions 12-5 and five this year. They're just unstoppable. Are they, though? I'm not so certain. Are they, though? I love Dan Campbell to death. I am very worried for the first time about Jamison Williams. And you, to me, you have to have that extra piece to be as as good as I'm, as Jared Garf is going to need to be to win a division. Are they, no doubt, good on defense? No. No. 
are they no doubt good offensively? I believe yes. I believe Ben Johnson is a phenomenal offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I also look at that receiver room and go, we've got six weeks where there's a dude that scares me. You have a monster St. Brown. You're going to have to beat me with a rookie tight end and a rookie t- and a rookie running back. And then I look at the schedule and go, you have to play Kansas City to start. Well, they may not have Travis Kelsey. I don't care. I do not even kind of care. Mm-hmm. Second week, you got to beat Seattle. No, don't love that. Third week, you got to beat Atlanta. Oh, um, were you good stopping the run last year? Not really. Have you done a lot to really shore that up? No. Then you got to go to Lambeau, which has been your own little house of horrors. Mm-hmm. You could start 0-4, and, and I don't even think that's a, that untoward. I do. I, I, I do mean, not even think that's that untoward. Yeah, I, I, I feel like they are better than Atlanta. Uh, I feel like I didn't say they weren't better than Atlanta. You could just see them losing. You're missing what was supposed to be your deep threat. And now you're replacing that with Marvin Jones Mm -hmm. and Josh Reynolds. Mm -hmm. It's just, it was very poorly timed. Now here's what I will say about the Detroit lions. I have you making the playoffs and I have you winning a game in the playoffs because I think this team is going to get better as the year goes on. And so long as you can get into the playoffs in the bad NFC, once it all comes together, you're going to be just fine. Much like you were last year. Mm -hmm. The start of that schedule is not pretty. Uh, They are just outside the playoffs for me. I have them losing a tiebreaker, whatever that tiebreaker is, to the San Francisco 49ers. I have the Lions as the seven. They beat the Saints in the first round of the playoffs in New Orleans. Okay. Because I don't buy Dennis Allen at all. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, you have a, a dog water schedule, but I easily could see a path that you let down in the playoffs and, and the Lions get you. Yep. The only problem is then you have to go play the Cowboys, and I'm not as fond of you there. The Detroit Lions, they're they're gonna win games this year. They'll have a winning record. Nine and eight. I just don't know if they can have enough to win this division. I told you probably two full months ago. Detroit had gotten too sexy, and it was bothering me. Yep. Because every year we do this, and this team almost always piddles in your punch bowl. Now, Detroit after the bye, yes, you come back at the Chargers. I don't know that you don't win that game off the bye. Then you get a slew of the back end of your schedule at home. I think they'll be fine. Mm -hmm. I just don't see them winning this division. I don't. Especially when I go to the Chicago Bears. (laughs) I want to make this as perfectly, unequivocally clear as I can. This has nothing to do with me coming around on Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. This has to do with, I've read this book, where a team looks at a talented but flawed quarterback and puts perfect pieces around him. DJ Moore is the perfect piece for Justin Fields. Yes. Chase Claypool is an ideal piece for Justin Fields because he's the guy that takes the top off the defense. So from a schematic standpoint, is it not weird to you that they had four screen passes go for touchdowns in preseason? Is that weird? Nope. It shouldn't be. Because you're going to see a lot of it. That's what I think is going to happen all season long. I agree, which is why I love DJ Moore. It's why I love Khalil Herbert. Mm-hmm. 
Then you look, you look to the schedule, my friends. This is why we always lose our minds when the schedule comes out. It's not just because it's, it's the middle of the dead season. We have nothing to talk about. How many good teams? Good. Not great. Not Super Bowl contenders. How many teams that you definitively 100% know are good are on this schedule? Five. One. Kansas City Chiefs in That's a message. It? Repeat the line. Okay. Yeah, the Chargers are on the schedule. I got it. Uh, there is also a possibility that that goes horribly off the rails and Kellen Moore is the head coach by then. I see what you're saying. No doubt, without a doubt, contenders. They play one. Teams that I could see being contenders, now we get into that three, four, five that you were talking yes. about. Even with that, you play a handful of the worst teams in the NFL. And you play teams that are horrifically bad defensively, mm -hmm. which Justin Fields will kill an, an undisciplined defense, especially with the weapons he's got around him. I have the Chicago Bears winning this division. As do I. I got him winning at 10-7. and seven. It's not going to be pretty. That's where I'm at. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be just enough. Because, I, like I said, Detroit is Detroit was at one time my little darling. And I hate both of the other teams in this division. Uh, combined record of the other two. Combined record? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. That's 13 and 23. And mine's 12 and 22. Okay. I have them both 6 and 11. All right. I got the Packers at 8 and 9. I wanted to. I really did because I don't think they're Minnesota Vikings bad. The Vikings are a team that I, I, I'll go board bet on this. What, really, with whatever you want to. I don't buy Minnesota at all. Mm -hmm. That defense is horror awful. Agreed. I don't feel that way about Green Bay, but I don't like the schedule. Okay. You start on the road at the Bears. You start on the road at the Falcons. I don't like either one of those for young Jordan Love. Then you come back home and you get the Saints and the Lions. I, I don't love that either. Go to the Raiders. We should be able to win that. Mm-hmm. Then you catch your bye early, but then there's just a ton of really good teams that I think could score points. I believe in Green Bay. Okay, let me let me <laughs> let me pull that back just a little bit. If anybody not named Joe Barry was coordinating the Green Bay Pack Packer defense, I would believe in the talent they have. I also saw it got get just absolutely boat raced last year. Same coordinator and a markedly better quarterback. I don't know how you're supposed to get better from that. Mm -hmm. I had Green Bay at eight and nine. Shockingly enough, going three and five at home, which is strange to mm -hmm. think about. But that's how bad I think your quarterback play is. Well, I mean, you I also got to look at to... when does Green Bay want to catch all these home games? When it gets cold. Mm -hmm. Of their last seven games, they only have three at home. Yep. And those three are against the Kansas City Chiefs. Good luck. Uh, they could let they could literally turn penalties off in that game. You still wouldn't find a way to win it. Uh, let's see who else you played home. Tampa Bay, mm -hmm. you will win that one, mm -hmm. and a Chicago team that'll be fighting for the division. And you're not. Mm -hmm. Schedule did them no favors. I agree. Um, I got them eight and nine. Vikings five and twelve. Because, yes, it regresses to the mean. You're not going to win that many one-score games again like you did last year. 
I still think you can put up points on offense, but the defense is going to be so bad that you're going to lose every shootout. Defense is horror awful. Uh, you chose a really bad year to win the division because the one thing I did not want to have to do is play the best team in every division in the NFC. Mm-hmm. So you catch Philadelphia, which yep. I, 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 there's no shot. No, I, I it's just, an L. Absolute L. I, I just see, I, I remember what happened the last time we did this, and I, I think that's probably the high side. You got to go to Carolina. Eh, don't love that. Mm-hmm. Kansas City, good luck. Pat Mahomes on that defense. If you're playing in our Eliminator Challenge, you should save Pat Mahomes for week five. Because <laughs> he's going to throw for 466 jillion yards. Yes, indeed. And you look at New Orleans and the Bengals, and it's just it's going to be a train wreck. Yeah, I got you winning week one, and then I got you re- I, I have you winning four out of five in the middle of your schedule. And then other than that, it's all losses. I have you winning three of four in the middle of your schedule and two throwaway games late. In the end, we're at the same point with the Minnesota Vikings. Of It was uh, fool's gold. It was spurious, if you will. You're just not going to be able to do it again. The team's getting older. You've already sent some of your vets off the big high-priced ticket items except for TJ Hawkinson, who you overpaid. Uh, Congratulations. And, yeah, good job. Way to go, guys. Uh, and you're just not going to have a lot of wins this year. So Minnesota Vikings, they are the last place team in the North for me. Jeremy, you and I both feel like at this point the Chicago Bears are the favorites to win this division. If you had that on your uh, on your sportsocracy bingo card, you're a witch. But we do have – oh, I can't, even, I can't believe I'm about to say this. Hitch button. Oh. Breaking news. Who's gonna break the news? 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 I I hate that I have to read this out loud. The New York Jets worked out three wide receivers today. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jeff Smith. Yeah. James Proche. Uh-huh. Kenny Galladay. Yeah. I, but for why? But for why? 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 Why are you doing that? I, don't don't ruin this for me. How's that going to ruin it? If we're if the New York Jets going into Week One or later this going, hey, we need some camp bodies, and one of them is Kenny Galladay. I should be much more scared of what's at receiver right now than I am. Well, how? I mean, how excited? Can you be? You have Garrett Wilson, great. Mm-hmm. Okay, the the Raiders have Devontae Adams, and that's just phenomenal. But the rest of it, to me, is a big question mark. I like uh, uh, Alan Lazard, and I like Michael Hardman, see, and, I, and I love that we have a billion tight ends. See, it goes Alan Lazard for me, and then you have just ten miles of crap, and then comes in Michael Hardman, who really can't catch that well. He's super no, fast, he's very bad. Congratula- congratulations on that. But he don't really catch well. Randall Cobb, who can catch but can't run anymore because he's 48 years old. Uh, and then I'm not sure who Irvin Charles is. He's a Jason special teams Brownlee guy. or Xavier Gibson. You're obviously not watching Hard Knocks. They're two uh, undrafted free agents. Never heard of any three of those guys. Uh, and, 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 of course, you're going after somebody else. Just please not Kenny Galladay. 
Okay, I, I have talked way, way too much smoke about him. For for okay, Just, mm-hmm. no, no, no. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarice. Marissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The best season of the year is here tailgate season monster brewing presents this season's mvp the beast unleashed with four bold familiar flavors with zero caffeine and zero sugar beast unleashed is your new pre-game ritual with white haze mean green peach perfect and scary berries there's a flavor for every fan the beast unleashed six percent alcohol by volume unleashed responsibly must be 21 or over beast unleashed available at your local retailer It is time for the most important message of the day here in the sportsocracy. Don't do crimes. Uh, I'm going to twist it up here though, because I'm going to go. I'm going to go do do crimes. Don't do do and don't <laughs> do crimes. That, no, this isn't like you know the poop plane to Spain. No, no do do crimes either. Uh, by the way, uh, Barstool posted a video. Uh, from the airplane that you I told the story of yesterday. You can keep sharing that with me. I'm not going to click on it. And I told you not to. Uh, but some of us have to know uh, just you're how weird, bad that was. I don't. I don't. I don't need to see that. And when they radioed back to uh, Tower Control in Atlanta and said we got a hazmat situation, they did, and it was, it was a sight to behold. I'm going to accidentally click on that sometime in the next handful of days. And I'm going to come in here, and I'm going to do crimes. Because I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> uh, this, is a, uh, this is a doo-doo crimes, though, because there was a uh, Russian pilot who defected to Ukraine. You know, that whole war thing's going on over there. And um, the Russian pilot defects to the Ukraine. And not only did he just defect, uh, he took his, qui- his equipment with him. His name is Maxim Kuzminov. 28 years old. He defected to Ukraine with a, I don't know if you say it, Mi-8 or it's an Mi-8 helicopter. He defected with two of his fellow Russian soldiers on board who did not know that he was getting ready to do this. They flew across the border. He landed. Of course, they were met by Ukrainian special forces. uh, And the two guys that went with him were given the chance to surrender. They declined. They are dead. But for bringing them a helicopter and defecting to their side, they gave him a $500,000 reward. I feel like that was a good deal. If I can get out of flying combat missions in this war, 
and get $500,000 for bringing you a helicopter that doesn't belong to me? To me, that's a, that's a win-win scenario. They'd been apparently working on this for months, and uh, special forces and, and, and their negotiators or whatever from Ukraine got this guy to defect, and they, are, they, have, uh, they have laid down the, 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 the challenge, I guess, to all Russians. Unless you want to be seen as a war criminal, defect now, or we will not have any mercy when we finally win this war. I don't know how much you know about the Great Wall of China. I mean, I know you can see it from space. Correct. Heard that. Do you know what has broken through it in the in the history of uh, of its of its time? If, I, I mean the the Mongols, uh, the Manchus, Manchus. However you pronounce that. Okay. Genghis Khan. Yeah, the Mongols. And now two construction workers. <laughs> okay. They put a hole in the Great Wall of China with an excavator. Now, you might ask, why would somebody do that? Mm-hmm. Were they making a political statement? This thing is a, it's a symbol of communism and all these things. Were they making a political statement? Mm-hmm. No. They were doing work outside of the wall. They wanted a more direct path. They didn't want to go all the way around. There you go. So they just put a big old hole right in the Great Wall of China and went, it'll be fine. You want to take a guess at what happened to them? Uh, fired. Uh, yeah, well, that I think was a given. Elemento executed. Uh, no, didn't go that far. Oh. At least not that we know of. I'm impressed with you. Uh, Elemento arrested and being detained for further questioning to see if there was something more nefarious at work here. No. Because obviously nobody could be stupid enough to just go, hey, this thing that's been up for 11 jillion years, I need to go through it to fix that guy's lawn. Yep. So. We're going to do that. How else are you going to do it? So apparently they had been on the other side of the wall. Okay. I do not know how they did it. I don't know enough about the the Great Wall of China to know that. This literally says it was not a they had to do it. They just wanted a shorter route. That is a special level of stupid. Yeah, I would say uh, putting a hole in one of the uh, great wonders of the world is not the smartest thing, but I get why they did it. I mean, I live right near the interstate, and so I've, they've been building a retaining wall like right across from my neighborhood. And I kept trying to figure out, like, why are there missing panels in this wall? Like, they'll build a great big section, and then there's a little gap. And there's another great big section, and there's another gap. And it bothered me for weeks until my, my wife finally smacked me on the forehead and went, hey, dumb dumb." How else do you think you're going to be on the other side of that wall? You think they're going to excavate, like take their excavator and go all the way down to the end of the wall and turn around and come back? No. That's how you do it. You leave holes in the wall. Usually I'm the one that uh, says really stupid, pretty obvious things. Yeah. I never thought about it until she said that. And I went, oh, yeah, that would be smart. That would be a smart idea. I've always wondered why, because I know where I, I I know where your neighborhood is. Right. I've always wondered why there wasn't a direct path to the interstate from there. Yeah, I have as well. I, I went down and talked to the guy to the construction guys one day. Can you just leave me a little path up here? Just I I can use the path, and nobody else can. It'd be my own little driveway to get on the interstate. And they said I could. They couldn't do that for some reason. Yeah. Let me put it, let me put it this way: knowing that neighborhood the way I do. You wouldn't be the only one. <laughs> well, that was the point. I was trying to be helpful to the rest of the neighbors. You do me a solid because, you know, local celebrity. And then everybody <laughs> else can just, you know, you can follow my path. 
Okay. New Tank Spencer <laughs> yeah. has officially gone too far. <laughs> We're not even local celebrities in our own minds. Ah, uh, you speak for yourself. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400 DFS all season long with us every week. Get in on the battle for the belt. Proceeds going to Eblen Charities. Links in the description of the YouTube videos and, of course, at the sportsocracy.com. The season begins this week, so get in on it now. When we come back from the break, we will uh, finish off our prognostications and our flag planting for the season as we'll discuss how we think the playoffs are going to shape up uh, later on this year. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at roguecombatclub.com. Are you Beer City's best fantasy football player? Your chance to prove it is back. The Sportsocracy's Battle for the Belt is back for year two with two ways to win. Our standard contest and the new Eliminator Challenge for the most hardcore of football fans. Play fantasy football with us every week of the NFL season and compete for a cause with proceeds benefiting Evelyn Charity's St. Nicholas Project. Register today at thesportsocracy.com and take your shot at the title of Beer City's Fantasy Football champion the sportsocracy the ceiling is the roof let's make it happen let's keep moving forward it is espn Asheville. this is the sportsocracy and it's time to talk about the playoffs how do you see it shaping up well i mean it's plant your flag day it is so this is where you really, where the rubber really meets the road. We've already given you our playoff teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine and the AFC in order are the Jaguars, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Browns, Steelers, Jets. Yours are uh, mine are the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Jets, and the Jaguars as the four top four seeds, and then the wild cards are the Ravens, Dolphins, Steelers. All right, in the NFC, mine again in order. Dallas Cowboys, New Orleans Saints, Seattle Seahawks, Chicago Bears, Philadelphia Eagles, San Francisco 49ers, Detroit Lions. Okay, I have the Eagles, the Seahawks, the Saints, the Bears, the Cowboys, Giants, 49ers. We'll save you the minutia of uh, of going through all of the playoffs. Your AFC championship game is the Chiefs and the Bengals. And I, I ran into a into a bit of an issue because I do think those are the best two teams in the AFC. Yep. Only one problem. Yep. Two, three seed. Mm-hmm. One doesn't play, which means if they are the two and the three, they have to play in the divisional round. Mm-hmm. So I have the Jacksonville Jaguars and the <laughs> okay. Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. I the Chiefs and the Bengals are my one and two. I did have the Chiefs beating the Jaguars as the four seed in the. Uh, in the in the second round 
and the Jets losing to the Bengals. Chiefs and Bengals, Bengals win. I also have the Bengals winning. Something about Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes, that that is just going to be... That's going to be Brady Manning. Yes, that'll be the Brady Manning of this era. And it feels... Am I the only one that this feels like it's Cincinnati's year? Mm. Feels like Pat's gotten his. That team's not quite as good. You've had a lot of subtractions. I I don't know. For some reason, I can't get there with Kansas City. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously they're very talented, but I don't see you in the Super Bowl. I could very, very easily see them in the Super Bowl. I can't I just think Joe Burrow's got. I got can't Pat's see number. any team in the AFC beating the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, come playoff time. All right. Now in the NFC, I have the Philadelphia Eagles, mm-hmm. who didn't win the division, but they get some revenge. And the Seattle Seahawks. That's my NFC championship game. And your winner is? The Eagles. Mine's not. I have the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Seahawks? And the Seattle Seahawks. I had Philadelphia. Yeah. Until something just it, it clicked in my head a handful of days ago. Well, and Seattle would be at home in that game for you, too. Correct. See, that's that was the difference for me, is that Philadelphia wins this wins the league. They're the number one seed, and I don't see anybody going into their house in the playoffs and beating them. In fact, I don't see anybody going in and beating them in the playoffs. Anybody. The Philadelphia Eagles are my champion. The 2023 Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles. And my 2023 Super Bowl champion, the Cincinnati Bengals. And I don't hate it at all. To me, there are, you know, three or four teams that can end up winning this thing. How many teams do you honestly believe can win a Super Bowl in 2023? Oh, my number is so much grossly lower than yours. Oh, I'm sure it is. Because I'll give you, hell, I already said I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, you know, Super Bowl potential in three teams from the AFC East. Um, Chiefs, Bengals, Jets are the only three teams in the AFC I can see making it to Super Bowl. Okay. And the Jets, it would take some kind of Disney Bob Iger magic that I I only said it, only said it, not because I really believe it, mm-hmm. but because you start getting into that, is this rigged? Like, fairy tale. Because so many times you see these fairy tale things. I don't believe that. That's not why I said it that way. There's just something special about that roster, and there's a lot of haters and a lot of doubters. So every year something weird happens. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Seattle's that good. I mean, I they, they're going to be they're they're going to win a lot of games, and they're going to be tough as hell. I don't know that they have Super Bowl upside to me. To me, there's only one in the NFC, and it's Philadelphia. And see, to me, it, it, think of how many times this is what really clicked off in my head. Think of how many times we have said that. Think about how many times that team got back to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We did it with Kansas City the year that Cincinnati knocked them off. Mm-hmm. Nobody beat Kansas City, and somebody did. Yep. Because it's weird when you get everybody's best shot because you're the big dog on the block. It's weird how you can't take them all. Sometimes. And you get toppled. Mm-hmm. Because if it was that easy to figure all this out, 
we'd all be professional gamblers. Absolutely. So I am taking a bit of a swing. Lance Dominguez in our YouTube chat said, you're really high on the Seahawks, and Geno Smith is just okay. Historically, you're right. Last year, he was the fifth best quarterback in the NFL. Mm -hmm. I'm not even telling you I think that happens again. I'm telling you I think that Seattle Seahawks defense is going to be real, real good. I also think that offense is going to be terrifying. Another year with that young line. I agree. Everything around Geno got better. I have no reason to think that he can't duplicate what he did last year. Mm -hmm. And the schedule is not good. No, it is not. You get four layup wins because you showed up and brought your helmet with you. Yeah. Um, Seattle's defense, the, the only the only question mark for me is, are they going to be able to get after quarterbacks? And I don't know if you're going to be able to do that at one of the highest rates in the league like Adding Philadelphia. Jamal Adams. Nobody's talking about it because he's not 100%. Mm-hmm. By the time the playoffs roll around, and they may slow roll him, you may not see him till the middle of the year mm-hmm. at a high level. When he comes back, Pete Carroll has done an immaculate job of learning his lessons when they come. Jamal Adams was terrible as a deep safety. He's probably the best blitzing safety in NFL history. Just mark my words. That defense is going to be evil. Yep. Uh, you're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Play the battle for the belt with us each and every week throughout this season. Proceeds from the battle for the belt contests. Yes, there are two of them this year. Going to Eblen Charities St. Nicholas Project. All of the links are in the description of the YouTube video. You can find it on all of our social medias as well, plus at thesportsocracy.com. We'll be back with you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. And as soon as you sign up with those links for the Battle of the Belt, you'll get the link to this week's contest immediately afterwards. Yep. Yep. Uh, Just two more days, by the way. Until we change time slots, starting on Monday, right after the kickoff of the NFL season, we will be here 12 until 3, but, of course, back at 3 tomorrow.